0: Today's Sunday
1: session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at
2: morebeer.com. I poured in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was an IPA, the best IPA I've ever drank, mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops, hockle You're yeah. scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. Take right.
3: some sugary water, throw some yeast in there. And
2: you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. It's fine. <laughs> oh, God damn it, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh,
1: Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on
4: it. This is The Session.
2: Yeah, it is. Welcome to the session, ladies and gentlemen. Thank My you. name is Justin Crosley. I'm your host this afternoon. For two times in a row now. That's right. Sorry. Don't call it a comeback. No, I will. <laughs> He's been here for hours. That's right. <laughs> I have been here for hours, as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, all right, we got a great show planned for you today, and uh, still recovering a little bit from our highly successful Spring Brews Festival oh. mm-hmm. here in uh, Toto Santos. I'm still um, broken. You know, Bebo's <laughs> still, still hurting. Bebo worked hard. She had a lot to do this year. Uh, Chad, you know, used to be our uh, kind of beer coordinator, and then I had a separate fest coordinator. Well, when Chad up and moved to Texas, I gave both of those jobs to Bevo, so yeah, she had a work, she had to work yeah. cut out for her. She did a stellar job. We had one of the best yeah. beer lineups we've ever had. Um, Brewers were uh, very gracious, as always, however somewhat difficult in, in the beginning, just because we moved the festival and, and we changed the date three times because of SF Beer Week, all that stuff. So, despite that, you know, having to track people down, Bevo, you really killed it. You did a good job. Thank you. Uh, so, we had a good fest and uh, tasty. the The tasting room, Tasty's tasting
5: room, looked yes. fantastic as usual. It was always a big, uh, right? A big hit there for sure.
2: I saw a line all
5: like day, a
6: huge yeah. line,
5: four wide, the longest line, but four wide. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it
5: every year. Yeah, I don't. I ask, I go to line in the line, and go like, well, "What are you? Why are you in this line?" Like, they go like, "Well, they got beers I never had before."
2: Right? Line,
5: okay, because you'll never get them again, silly so
2: like, Yeah, that's true. But that's the fun part about it. I guess it is. Yeah. So that was it's cool I to guess, see.
5: I guess it is. <laughs> I, guess I don't go. understand it. I didn't get are into that you, line. Are you calling them suckers? <laughs> I, don't I, 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 don't I don't think I had one pour any home brew all day. Oh, you didn't? Well, no, because I'm going to go out and talk to the brewers and shit. I mean, oh, everybody's okay. there.
2: I thought a lot of times you do stay right there. I usually so. do, but I, not this time on.
5: It's like uh, it's like hanging out
0: with your ex-girlfriends or going out into the bar at singles night Yeah. for Tasty. It's like, I can hang out with the home brewers, but it's the pro brewers. Yeah, got to go well, I'd go back
5: and check the line and make sure that they're
0: there.
2: You Everything's smooth.
5: It was long because they have a lot of... Interest on it because we're pouring slow.
2: You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no, the line looked long all day long. And uh, like I said, we had a stellar pro brew lineup oh as God, usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, our guest tonight is one of the brewers that came all the way up from Los Angeles to do the festival and stuck around to do the show today. We've got Eagle Rock Brewing Company out of Los yep. Angeles on the program. So uh, I'm excited about that. We've been fans of their beer oh, for yeah. a long time. I'm stoked. Yep. Yeah. yeah cool to finally have him up here we always try to do that with the with the festivals get somebody who's coming up from out of town um but, yeah, uh, man, so many other good breweries. Um, Cellar Maker made it out. They thought they wouldn't. Right. And they don't have a lot of beer to send to other places, and they made an exception for us, just like a lot of people did. Beachwood Barbecue sent beer up, and actually, uh, they, they couldn't come up to pour it. And they sent it up with the Society guys, which, by the way, Society is always my go-to tent. I must. I, I probably only tried five or six yeah. different beers all day, Totally. <laughs> yet I went to Society at least five times. <laughs> <laughs> to yes. just get the same. Um, yeah. Did
5: you try the three Weaver Spears? They were on the other side of the.
2: You know, I lawn. didn't, and I was so excited that they were here. It just was a busy day. I was running back and forth, but I was so happy that they came up. Yeah. How'd you like them?
5: They're really good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the
0: Kolsch was awesome. It was good. I like trying Kolsch's. Yeah. Yeah, there were, I think, four at the fest.
2: Okay. Then so, we got the so uh,
5: Barisan, uh, like Sacramento area. Uh, Maraz Brewing came over. They oh yeah, yeah. Over every, and, and Dave uh, Marleyev. What is that?
2: Yeah, from oh, Flat, Flat Tail. tail. Yeah, Flat Tail. He yeah. was pouring some cool stuff.
5: I
6: actually, only went to the Flat Tail booth. Yeah, the whole because it was right by where I had to stand <laughs> well, that, all day, and I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. yep, fill me up." So back. There, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Let's go to the nearest good beer.
2: <laughs> yeah, I went there a couple of times. Um, and so the Beachwood beer, Julian was kind enough to send it up with the society guys, and then uh, none of us figured out who was supposed to pour it and I didn't realize <laughs> I didn't realize that until oh, the no. end. Yep. Okay, but so what is bad news for the festival goers is good news for the hop grenade cuz I just called Julian down at Beechwood and said, "Hey, we screwed up. You're so kind to send your beer. I'm now going to purchase your beer. You don't have to donate it to the cause, and we're going to serve it here at the Hop Grenade. I, so we'll have some Beechwood beer on at the Hop Grenade uh, probably later this week, maybe the weekend. Um, and, yeah, so sorry to the Festigoers. Uh, lucky us. Yeah, lucky us. Right. Uh, that probably was our only beer screw-up. Um, I think everything else went really well. And uh, I was really happy with it. Good turnout. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
5: the weather was much better than the original date, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I was feeling like such a dunce for having to move the date around. Even It wasn't my fault. It was that SF Beer Week fiasco. But I, I still, you know, I always wait to see how it turns out. I felt so validated because both of the two dates in January that I I tried to move it to we're pouring with rain. And yesterday, or Saturday, rather, we had 75 degree weather with no rain yeah. at all. got um, sunburned. I got sunburned by 10 a.m. actually. <laughs> I just wandered around the park setting everything up. By 10, my face was on fire. <laughs> so that sucked. Somehow um, I
4: didn't get burnt, and I didn't put sunscreen on.
2: You didn't? No. I'm surprised you ever even leave your
4: house no, without no, sunscreen. No,
7: Warren, the people next to you got sunburned. Oh, <laughs> you <just> <laughs>
6: off. Yeah.
4: Yeah,
0: there was a, a lot of uh, brown spots in the grass that stood still too
4: long. <laughs> I've had years of practicing lurking in the shadows so i avoid direct sunlight if sure. at all possible yeah. good call it makes sense yeah, you
2: and donald trump
5: you and all your ancestors <laughs> right
2: yeah, i had to steal one of the brewing network hats by like 10 a.m uh, when we were selling at the merch booth just to protect myself the rest of the day But uh, I'm really happy with it. And we raised a whole bunch of money for the downtown Concord, the TSBA Arts Foundation, which puts on the free summer music program here in the park. brings
5: in customers (laughs) over here. Smart
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) move. Well, there's obviously that um, because it's part of the the downtown center that we're in. But I also really like supporting music. And I know that their music program has kind of been in trouble. Mm -hmm. Which is weird to me because the park is full with like 3,000 people or more every Thursday night in the summer, yeah. but it's all paid for by donations, and people just don't really pony up that much. They love to come sit there and get the free concert. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm really stoked. We are probably oh, handing them a, a bigger check than they've ever gotten, yeah, and I think that that's going to go a long way to support the music here, and so nice. I'm, I'm really excited about that. That's
5: good for all your neighbors here, too, that have a business as well.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, not that they do anything for me, but I'm happy to. <laughs> I'm happy to be the one doing everything for everybody. That's I guess. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you the guts. Uh, you know, yeah. rich Uncle Justin. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, here's a twenty, kid. Get here, yourself a candy. Yeah, here, kid. Yeah, go buy me a burrito. See, get the uh, change. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the whole thing was really good, and um, I'm excited about that. And then, uh, well, as I'll get to in our announcements here, uh, it's now BNA 11 time. Already. (laughs) Already. Where's that shotgun soundbite? Oh, I know, right? (laughs) Uh, I mean, we used to have it pretty dialed in with a a six-month... Uh, interval with oh, we, you know, yeah, right. we would do the beer fest here in January, yep. and then our next giant event was always in June. And so, with the moving of the beer fest, <laughs> we, we are now a little over and I mean a hair over two months away yeah. from uh, headed to Baltimore for the homebrew conference and BNA 11. Yeah, we do not have a venue, um, <laughs> I don't have a logo. I mean, so uh. instantly this week. Uh, we're just moving to the next event.
0: Can I hand draw the logo? Just, I mean, because it's going <laughs> to suck either way. It's going to be rushed. We might as well so just.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like an MS Paint thing. I'll tell you what. You do that, okay. but I'm going to go back to my guy who did the Spring Fest stuff. He tends to turn that stuff around quick okay. and see if I can get something done. good. And then I'll compare the two. Yeah. Oh yeah, And see what oh, happens. Um, That'd be fine.
6: Blobberglob is yeah, also, also offering to draw
2: our logo.
0: Oh, I defer to him. Could, yeah. He's an MS Paint, paint wizard.
2: wizard.
6: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh. Well, let's have him draw Have them start drawing. We need it this week. Here's a question I got from a lot of people. Are we now going
2: to move the fest date Mm -hmm. to April instead of in January? Hell no. (laughs) So I don't know is the honest answer. Um, There's one hard part about it, and that is that the Martinez- beer festival mm-hmm. is in two weeks, which, by the way, you should go to. It's a great festival called the Bay Area Craft Beer Festival held in, in my hometown. Now it's my hometown. I right. I've been living there long enough. Yeah. Um, and it, theirs has always been in an April. And the, the the person who runs it is such a wonderful woman. Her name is Leanne. And uh, remember Beer Pal? Uh, yeah. It's Beer Pal's wife. She's such a wonderful woman. And she... Was also a champion helped out. Rush. She did our whole front gate and volunteer coordinating at my festival, despite the fact that I <laughs> am encroaching on her territory. Um, so I don't want to do that to her. I did it okay. by accident. I had I had not. You know, I tried to. There's no. No. There's no beer calendar,
0: yeah, there's no one mm-hmm. entity that is in charge of organizing all the beer events in
2: the, bank. yeah, which yeah. is an issue. I mean someone needs to get on that maybe, maybe you can make some money um and and so I need that, and so anyway, I looked everywhere I could and just. You know, I just forgot that Leanne does hers in April. Yeah. So I would honestly, I'd kind of like to move to April, but I got to talk to her and and see what happens. Maybe March. Maybe March. Yeah. Here's what it is. You know, we've lucked out in January. I've always really liked our January fest Mm -hmm. and and I would like to keep it there, but I am terrified that one of these days the weather is just going to catch up with me. It will. It'll rain. Right.
4: (laughs) For sure. Whenever the drought ends.
2: And here's the problem. I'll just tell folks at home how this stuff works. You know, you put out a whole bunch of money to put these festivals on. You know, we're talking 30 grand, sometimes more. Right. And people don't really buy tickets until the mm-hmm. week of the event mm-hmm. for various reasons. A lot of them are like me. is, just procrastinate. You do you
6: know? Right.
2: But I do think that one of those other reasons is the weather. Mm-hmm. They wait to see because it's sure. an outdoor fest. Mm-hmm. So by the week of I've barely, you know, I, I do ticket sales for over a month. But by the, you know, the Monday before the event, I've barely broken even. So I rely on the week of sales. Yeah. And so here's what terrifies me about the weather is if you look at that five-day forecast on Monday <laughs> and it's January and it's going to be, you know, 40 degrees outside and raining, yeah, people aren't going to buy tickets that week. No, I'm screwed. Yeah. I mean, it'll be a very difficult thing to do. And and it's all the the nonprofits you know cash anyway, but we of course get get paid a fee for promoting and all that. Mm -hmm. But if there's no money, there there's no fee. Right. So I don't know what to do. I feel like we've lucked out with seventy degree weather for the last three years. Right in January. I feel like SF Beer Week actually did me a favor by you know accidentally that I moved it this year because this is the year it would have gotten me. So what's oh, going to sure. happen next year? Is, am, did I just push fate? or a, It's a hard decision to make. I don't know what to do. Can yeah. you find an indoor space? I don't want an indoor space. No, I, this is our thing. It's got to be in that park. Okay. Like that's, it's part of the brand. It's why the brewers love it. I mean, everyone loves it there. So, I mean, I can, yeah, I, I don't know what to do <laughs> with. I really don't. I, I, My brain's just still barely functioning from yeah, getting it. But today. I do need to figure it out, and no, I'm going right. to talk to Leanne, and, and, and we'll see what's up. In the meantime, I do recommend that you go to BayAreaCraftBeerFestival.com if you're local and go to that fest. You're going to see a lot of great breweries there. The Brewing Network will be set up there. The Hop Grenade will be set up there, and it's another we'll, just we'll be
5: pouring homebrew again.
2: You another homebrew tent. That's perfect. They run a shuttle from North Concord BART straight yeah. to the festival, so it's easy to get to. And um, yeah, go support them too. That's another great cause. All right. Our show today is brought to you today by our wonderful sponsor, More Beer. You go to morebeer.com right now and check it out. I went and saw their new facility in, yeah. in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh with Pittsburgh, no California. California. Yeah. yeah. How was it? Uh, it kind of blew my mind. I, uh, all I kept thinking was that they're like the Amazon of, of homebrew. <laughs> I mean, the sheer size <laughs> of this warehouse. I stood there looking down the racks that are like a quarter mile long. I mean, I'm looking at Darren and Chris Graham and wondering why they don't have Segways to get around this warehouse. It's enormous. They should. skateboard, scooters or something. Something. All of their West Coast distribution and their product development and all that is now housed in this warehouse. The Concord showroom is now just that. It's just a showroom. And looking at this warehouse and how much product they have for you now, all I could think, and Darren, one of the partners, said the same thing when I said to him, I said how did you even fit into the Concord looking at this place? Yeah. And he said, I, I have no idea. I can't even tell. It's, it's like putting a, a square peg into a round hole when you see the difference between the two. Oh, for sure. But now they have room to develop more products. Darren's got his, his, a bigger metal shop to you know with the sculptures and the conicles and to grow Great. there. Everything is, is separated into its own departments, uh, so they're not all on top of each other anymore. And they've got room to carry more product for you. So now they have that as a distribution center on the West Coast. They've got their East Coast distribution center, which isn't quite as big, but I'm told it's also enormous. And they're killing it, uh, getting out your shipments really fast. So it was cool to see. So go to morebeer.com right now. You're going to get fresh stuff no matter which coast you're on, and you're going to get it really fast. Like one simple thing uh, that I noticed them doing is just being able to pre assemble boxes. Yes. It seems silly, right? Uh, but when you're processing a bunch of orders a day and you have to tape up a box and you're taping up I don't know how many of those boxes as you do the orders, just being able to preassemble that, say, on a weekend, the weekend shift, yeah. you can just put out orders that much faster. It, and so It's just simple stuff like that. It really is. A, boxes are
0: a huge problem, especially in uh, the homebrew shop world, mm-hmm. right? Because you'll have you'll say, you know, some asshole order a bucket and a racking cane. That doesn't fit in a box right. very well. And so then you have to figure out what box it fits into. Or they'll, they'll order, uh, you know, six jars of extract, And a racking cane. Yeah. Well, you got to pack it. So you have to sit, and 10 minutes of your time is spent trying to figure out what box (laughs) goes into what. And so we had spent weeks trying to figure out what sizes of boxes do what. And that's what Darren's really good at, the analytical kind of stuff, where he just touch it tactile. Like, I need to measure stuff and figure out that kind of thing. And so eventually we had... Special sizes, yeah. You know, this is a racking cane box, and it fits jars of malt. And this is how you pay. And it's a lot of forethought goes into how you package stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, pre-assembly saves a bunch of time because that's what you know, five to ten minutes from each order. Yeah, is building a box, which by the way, built is, up is, over is,
2: over day. That, you could probably five orders. You're, and, uh, or more. Over a year, yeah. you're talking about man, uh, so many man hours. So yeah. even that. And by the way, Amazon, who I'm comparing them to, is not that good at the packaging side. I mean, <laughs> I love me some Amazon. Sure don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But I hate it when I order two things and I get the box the size of a coffin. Yeah. You get the giant <laughs> box.
0: But that, to them, is cheaper, I guess, yeah. in, in, in right. labor and because you buy you know they probably have i don't know five different sizes of boxes yeah. and everything has to fit in there or you just go to the next box and put some bubble wrap in to, to fill up the dead space yeah
4: um, it's uh, yeah it's crazy economies well, of
0: scale and they have
4: robots doing it yes so just have a robot do one box versus <laughs> have a human figure out what size everything
2: is yeah, right of. Well, that said, we did make it Amazon Improvement uh, this week. Uh, I don't know how I found time to do this, but you know, our UK and uh, Canadian friends can now support the Brewing Network also by shopping on Amazon, just like our US listeners always oh, could cool. do. Oh, cool. Wow. So now, when you click on the Amazon link on our homepage, it'll take you to uh, three separate banners. They're very clearly labeled. One says uh, Amazon USA, one says Amazon UK, and one says Amazon Canada. And it works the same way. You can go do all your Amazon shopping, and when you do, uh, we get a little piece of the action, and it's a great way to support us because you don't spend any more money than you were going to do. Yeah. Uh, and Amazon's just such a—I do love me some Amazon. The packaging's a little funny, but I do <laughs> the ease of use. I just can't—I can't give it up. I, I go there first. Oh man, Wait, I, no,
5: I'll, I try something. I'll Google something. Always oh, comes up Amazon,
2: right? Yeah, <laughs> I just started even using the Amazon app half the time. I, I've even bypassed Google uh, if I'm if i Well, I'm when I do
5: when I do find out on Google, I, don't, I go back to the bring network to do to look at the item because if uh, I click through Google, yeah, they're getting the dope.
2: You're right. That's a good point. So a lot of people save it in their in their history so that you don't even have to go to our homepage if you don't want to, and you can just that that's your permanent Amazon link in your browser. And I would love it if you did that. Like I said, it doesn't really cost you any more money at all, um, and it helps us out. So uh, we are only able to sign up um amazon uk and amazon canada so if there's like amazon africa or something i'm sorry i haven't figured <laughs> out oh,
5: oh, my, my S- buddies not in australia new zealand would love it they would love
2: it too right i have not figured it out yet their i don't know we don't take their prison money that's right when we do i'll do that but so far we're uk and canada so please uh that's a great way to support us um all right, so what do I got for you here? Let's, I guess I'm already kind of into the announcements anyway. But BNA11, I do know this. Uh, it will be <laughs> it will be in Baltimore. Uh, uh, will just, it will be happening. <laughs> it will be on Wednesday, June 8th. Um it's always the Wednesday before. And it will be smaller. Than our previous years, okay? I think that we're only looking for a capacity of somewhere around five to 600 people in Baltimore. So those of you who, you know, wait and always know that you can get a ticket to BNA, that will not be the case this year. And if uh, sales of tickets over the last several years are any indication, it will sell out at five to 600 people. So as soon as I have a a venue, um, you know, I'll have ticket information (laughs) for you and all that Um, the BN Army those of you who donate into the BN Army regularly uh, the subscription people uh, you will get first dibs as always we will send you out an email before anybody else and give you the option to purchase those tickets so if you're concerned about getting into BNA 11 because we're shrinking it this year I would sign up as a recurring donor in the BN Army by hitting the donate button and then you're sure to get our monthly newsletter and all the secret emails we send when we do ticket sales like this so it will be happening I'm going to go out there and look at some locations, and we'll um, figure this thing out. <laughs> and I'll tell you when we're going to put sales tickets <laughs> I on just the right.
6: Saw Blobber's picture oh, of elephant.
2: Yeah, let me see. It's already uh, <laughs> what is, is it? Two penises two behind penises be- making the number making eleven. The 11? Oh. That's pretty good. I really I, like it. I do. Those are good. <laughs> uh, all uh, right. So stay tuned. Become a, a, a donor in the army, and that's how you'll get the, the fastest, most up to date information. Um, Moscow has his HopLife gear for sale. I think you can go to HopLifeGear dot com and check it out. You can get some uh, cool original art, little hop people on t shirts and prints and things like that. Um, get all these updates and more over on Twitter and Facebook. Send your feedback to feedback at network dot com. Send your show ideas to Bevo at Network dot com. That's B E E V O at Network dot com. Send everything else to JP or Beardy, right? He doesn't even have a Ignore the
4: bounce-back email that you're going to
2: get. Yeah. <laughs> Just ignore that. It, it went through. It went... Yeah. No. Don't worry about it. Uh, all right. Do we have a Twitter game today? Yes, we do. Oh, that's great. Your Twitter <laughs> game is Thank brought you. to you today by the Wine and Hop Shop. Yeah. You can go to WineAndHop.com right now. Locally owned and operated for over 40 years. Great friendly service, uh, and half the staff has brewed professionally, so they know what they're doing. Uh, But here's the good stuff. If you use coupon code uh, BNSHIPPING in the notes field of the shopping cart, um, you'll get $8 flat rate shipping on orders under 50 pounds. So that's pretty good. Uh, Use coupon code BNSHIPPING. Most items ship within 24 hours, and it's the only place to get Wisconsin hop-exchanged Gorse Valley hops which are grown in Wisconsin. Um, yeah, and so that's pretty cool for them. Uh, all AHA and local homebrew club members get a 10% discount. Over 100 varieties of hops, 100 varieties of yeast, 75 types of malt, all fresh stuff. Uh, 15 varieties of hop rhizomes, and that's coming up soon. It's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. rhizome season it's, again, isn't it's it?
0: It's coming around August, I think, is when we plant.
2: okay.
5: No, no, know. no. The no? restaurants are coming, right I now. Think early early. coming out now. They're in stores right now. That's yeah. why
2: mine never grow, I guess.
5: Yeah, exactly. too late planting.
2: Yeah, so get checked, uh, or, or get checked. Uh, check your get local... Checked. Check <laughs> Wine <laughs> and Hop shop. And then go get checked. <laughs> and then go get checked. Yeah. Testicular uh, really. cancer is no joke. <laughs> uh, go to WineandHop.com, and they bring you this Twitter game. What's our Twitter game today, JP?
0: Uh, well, you know, in the, uh, uh, the forecast for uh, the financial, uh, you know, Places in the world of the things and stuff. Yeah, you know, them, all that kind of stuff. Them, yeah. uh, there's a lot of people, you know, saying we're, we're about to have another financial crisis, a worldwide mm. kind of shakedown of everything. Great. So shit. Oh, I, shit, we are? Yeah. You didn't uh, know that?
4: No. You're dumb. Shit. I didn't know so
0: I think it's time for the Brewing Network to diversify. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's about time to open our very 1st be fondue restaurant. Oh. Yeah, because I think Fondue is really up and coming. Okay. Um, and I think we're up and coming, sort of. Um, So anyway, I want everyone to start making up names for the dishes in our BN Fondue
2: restaurant. For the dishes of BN Fondue. Yeah. Okay. I like it. That's a great, it's random way to diversify, but I, I could see it working. Well, you know, look, I'm a trendsetter. I don't
0: know if you knew that about me. Understood. All right, thank you.
2: All right. Uh, how about we do some feedback? Let's do it. All right. Feedback's brought to you today by our good friend John over at the Beer Law Center. You can go to beerlawcenter.com right now and check it out. And uh, he helps us with our trademark, as you know, if you listen to this program. And boy, does he protect, protect that hop grenade. He does a great job. He can protect yours, too. And, um, oh, boy. Does he oh, ever Oh, boy. He's a, like a pit bull with that. Uh, like the rapper? He's like a friendly one, though. He, actually, what I really like about him is that he doesn't just send lawyers speak. He, he speaks more like my voice, which is usually something like, Look, guys, this was probably an accident. I know we're all in the same industry. If you can do me a solid. and I mean, these aren't exactly his words, but he's a little cooler <laughs> yeah. about it, right? Yo, cat, Like, I've seen out. some <laughs> cease and desist that are terrible. And John's, yeah. like, somewhere in between. Like, he's enough to let you know that he's a lawyer, but he's not trying to be a dick to your fellow brewers who maybe accidentally, you know, stole your beer name or, or, or your logo or something like that. So yeah, for he's just sure. he kind of knows the industry. Um, so, go check him out over at BeerLawCenter.com. He could do the same thing for you. Or he could help you get your brewery started, too. He does the paperwork and all that shit you don't want to do check them out all right darren from beach fire brewing writes in uh it's about the jp development yeah which, uh, i didn't know there was one oh, neither did i apparently he says hi guys i just want to give some quick feedback on jp's development as a host uh while justin was recently away seemingly trying to woo back daniella in some sort of creepy polygamous relationship with kate <laughs> <laughs> i don't think there's anything creepy about it no seemingly <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, all right. Uh, during the times when JP <laughs> uh, when JP had to fill in for Justin Third a year position. or two ago, uh, he did a pretty good job. But it was a bit awkward. Like Ed McMahon trying to fill in for Johnny Carson. Wow. Big shoes for both of us, I think. Uh, however, this time I was really impressed. I'd say he's as good as Justin even. Wow. I think, so. uh, <laughs> uh, I think the difference may be that JP had his own Ed McMahon this time in the form of Beardy. Whoa. Um, unfortunately, that role uh, took the uh, award for awkward during the Twitter game <laughs> and, and the show ending credits. <laughs> You're great for unscripted yeah. support, Beardy, but not so much with reading aloud, he says. <laughs> no. The
5: next time he's going to do it perfect. Come on. Let yeah. I'd you know. like, let it, can he do it today? Yeah. I thought, I thought no. Beardy did fine. Beardy doesn't want to. The third time. The last time.
0: The first time was hard, and it got oh, yeah. progressively better. So. No, yeah. no. If the, if, yeah. the,
2: if the third time was the best one, no. that's yeah. the only one I heard. It was horrible. <laughs> it was the worst right. ending I'd ever heard. I didn't say it was
4: great. It got better.
2: <laughs> no, better. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're just lucky you didn't hear the first two. <laughs> I guess so. yeah. Yeah. yeah, but. It, like JP, you know, yeah. a couple years ago, give Beardy a couple years, yeah. and I'm sure he'll be able He's to read good. aloud. I'll, I'll learn how to read, and yeah. <laughs> it'll be fun. Yeah. We'll go to the Kumon Learning Center up there. <laughs> nice. It'll be great. Uh, He says, I used to worry that Justin would leave for good and the show would start to suck more. But as long as JP is there to take the helm, I'm not worried. Good succession planning, Justin. I did not write this email. Uh, Wow, they're just
6: uh, greasing the door for you to leave.
5: All
2: right, I admit, I wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote the email.
6: It's too
5: good to be true.
2: (laughs) And then uh, on another topic, I started listening uh, since the start, and I'm now in the process of starting my own brewery. scheduled to open this summer. Uh If it wasn't for you guys providing so much information, been an inspiration. Uh, I wouldn't be quitting a perfectly good job and uh, going into huge debt and yeah. ruining a good hobby. You're so, welcome. He says, "So thanks, I guess." <laughs>
5: yeah. If it, goes, if it goes well, send us a few bucks. Yeah.
2: There you go. You yeah. can become a sponsor. He's opening a, if if he says he's from Campbell River, uh, British Columbia, and we'd love to help you promote that. There.
5: Yeah, we'll send some customers
2: in. There yeah. you go. We're big in Canada. It's our second largest uh, listener oh, show. Oh, good. Oh, good wow. I thought it was Australia. Yeah, uh, They go back and forth, but okay. I just looked oh, at it last week, and uh, Canada's on top. Actually, cool. Australia is now fourth um, right now. Mm-hmm. They haven't been downloading as much recently, I guess. Right. They must not like JP as much yeah. as the That's Canadians. That's probably uh, what it is. There goes
5: the rating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah shit. <laughs> uh, I can't blame
2: them. Though. Yeah, they're fourth. The U.K. took third. Uh-huh. So Canada's okay. second. The U.K. is in third. Great. And, uh, well, I've always
0: liked the U.K. better than Australia. So.
2: Well, there you go. Yeah. Nice. All right. Dano writes in. I've been to um, both so many times. <laughs> right. This is about cloudy East Coast IPAs, he said. Ahoy, Brewcasters. While I agree that we don't need another category of IPAs to mull over, uh, the reason Vermont juicy IPAs are no. cloudy is no. due to hop haze from massive Whirlpool dry hop additions, not yeast. No. If Jip and Beardy want to rag on them, fair enough. Just quit spouting bullshit as it makes you look decidedly chodish.
5: Well, at the uh, at the risk of being decidedly chodish, chodish, yeah. yeah. Uh, when I pour out a can of Hetty Topper and I decant it, then I and then I go pour the rest. I get yeast. Yeah, you do. Right. That's not phenols. Phenols don't dissolve. They don't settle. They're just in suspension. Okay. So what what's the, what is that? All right. So there you go. Yeah, that's what I say. I mean these these right
0: like Heady Topper. You know, you just you go what thirty five percent oats. All your hops in the whirlpool. No boil hops at all. Do a short boil for protein. Uh, hot break. And there you go, Hedy Topper. Big fucking deal.
2: Did JP, no, they, and my question is, did you guys say the haze was from yeast?
0: Yes, but, well, there's well, a difference between haze and cloudy gravy IPAs, yeah. which is what I'm calling, like, the ones, I don't want to name any names, but, like, the ones that look like a friggin' White Labs pitchable vial of yeast. Yeah, okay. That's a very different thing. Haze, yes, it's, it's a lot of it is probably, I mean, people are putting in uh, oats, in these beers now for a creamier mouthfeel, and calling it gene scene, which is like the world's worst descriptor for a beer. <laughs> it's ever. pretty bad. Well they're not yeah.
5: making them right. It really it is all about over over hopping. Yeah, it's it's well, the while there's hopper, an active ferment, and yeah, it gets all these polyphenols mm-hmm. in suspension. Yeah, whirlpool the,
0: hops it turns it up
5: the well. No, I'm talking about on the, the cold hop. side, uh, even dry hopping. Dry, dry hopping. dry hopping you know. during fermentation during, during active fermentation. <clears throat> the heady, like for instance, the heady topper yeast. It's a it's a like a, a low flocker. right? But I you know I've used it. And it's just slightly, you know, it's, they do other things, you know.
0: Well, and I'm not, I, would, I would call heady Topper hazy. I'm not even calling that no, gravy. No, like, no, yeah, this well, is right. like
5: where it looks like or- straight orange well, juice. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. not, that is not. That, uh, that, might, in- that might include some yeast. That's
0: Yeah, right. that's not right. oat protein. That'll all drop out if you put it in the fridge forever. That's yeasty garbage. I don't know. I think it looks, I think it looks gross. And I'm going to say that. It's not just all from hops. Okay, sorry. It's just not. And I'm, I am guess I'm a chode.
2: Yeah. I, I agree with you Quite on the juicy choice. descriptor yeah. too. That's even yeah. worse. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. good yeah. when We're it was on the ass of a little pair of shorts. Right? <laughs> it's not it good for beer, yeah. Yeah. but they're fake
5: rhinestones. Yeah. Look, I'm doubling down on that. Uh, write us again. Make it even even weirder.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Uh, yeah. Uh, I'd
0: say send us some, but it won't travel well. So. Right.
4: I think the shelf stability thing is my biggest issue. Besides it looking it looking gross. Yeah. It's just all of that those phenols and some re- yeast is still in there, and so all oh, that. Yeah. Reduces the shelf stability, well, people, so it's not going to well, travel outside of the state. Even if you take it home a week later, it's going to taste worse than what it did right out of the ferment. Yeah, right?
0: well, there are folks on on you know hobbyists, oddly enough, who are right. into beer are looking at these beers under microscopes and doing yeast counts. Right, right. It's yeast, bro. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, I, you know, I know you want to believe your favorite brewery's marketing, but it's it's, well, it's, it's a, I'm not saying it doesn't have anything to do with hops or the the 40 percent oats right. and that you don't. So basically, you make all the errors that you want in brewing. And 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 then that's how you get these these beers. Well, I don't know.
5: Done right, they don't have yeast in them. Right. And if there is a, a, another style that's yeast and not uh, polyphenols, mm-hmm. then that's like I said, just, just, you know something that has to be. Well, like, no, I know like the cellar maker beers that are poured here. Yeah. Uh, that are hazy and mm. most are like really really good.
4: Yeah. Uh,
5: yeah. They I asked the guys like when they, you pour the first pint is it like really 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 cloudy? He goes no, same as all the rest. Hmm. How about the last pint? No, same. Well, again, there's so a difference not, between haze. Yeast, yeast would be like, yeah, you know, you know, that's what you've been But I mean, that's what I'm
0: saying. There's a difference between haze. There's absolutely and, and, and the gravy. And exactly. so, when two when I, beers. when you rail on cloudy IPAs, well, that's that's one thing or another. But it, mm-hmm. we, let's get specific. I'm talking because. if it looks like orange juice, it looks like no. gravy boat, or yeah, like favorite. you're mistakenly right. reaching <laughs> for it at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Then that's that's the beer I'm talking about. But hazy is in itself another thing that I don't like. But right, let's no. keep the two things I don't like separate.
5: <laughs> Not I don't have any, any basis, but put, what about potentially you can get enough polyphenols in that it looks that way? I mean,
6: because
5: mm-hmm. the beers that they're pouring here that poured the same way all day were yeah. pretty, pretty cloudy. Not like, well, if you took a picture of it, those aren't are fair. Here, I'll
0: show
4: you a photo yeah. when I'm talking
0: well,
5: about Well, in the painting. photos, all the light just starts diffusing in there. And yeah. It looks cloudier than it really is.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah And on sure. a personal taste preference, I don't like the thick mouthfeel.
2: On, like, a big phenol-heavy IPA. I told you you about the Florida brewer that everybody knows that did his own test on these, right? Did I not talk about that on the show? Maybe you were in New Zealand still. Well, I think we brought it up. uh, Wayne Womble's
5: commented on a thread I had on this
2: one on Facebook. So, Wayne, I went and I spent some time with him when we were in Florida for the cruise. And that very day that I was there, he had spent the whole day in his lab. Um, Exactly. And he took these... He he wanted to put this East Coast IPA thing to the test. So, he... He drank them as uh, as they were made, which is cloudy and juicy or whatever, <laughs> and then he took the same beer and ran it through his own centrifuge and got a clear version of it, and then did his own side-by-side test. And his opinion, although I think he did it pretty uh, fairly scientifically, was that um, the... The clear, the clarified version tasted better every single time, and not by a little. He said they were significantly better every single time when I cleaned them, when I filtered them. <laughs> so, uh, again, that, that is his opinion, but I thought it was pretty interesting. He's, he's a great brewer, right?
5: So, very different. Now, under the premise that there's different palates and different people like different things. Yeah, I mean, you know, the juicy beer lovers could still like it better. True. This yeah, is a subjective. I'd, li- I'd, like uh, give, I'd like to give them all a little test, though, wouldn't you? Well, sure. I'd like to
2: give them a blind test, yeah. right? Yep. Well, that's
5: one of the projects I have underway is I want to make this. That's why I'm fighting on how to make these cloudy beers. Yeah. So I can make one, filter half or clarify half. i might to just use findings. Okay. And uh, and then have do some side-by-sides. So, yeah.
2: Some
0: 40% test. oats and all your hops in the whirlpool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Uh-huh. And, and, and And boil only for a protein break. And, oh, then, and then right and then knock out into your whirlpool
5: oh,
6: and
0: throw all your hops in there and that 's how, uh, that's how that's how that 's how they 're the, done that's
5: so okay, good. Yeah.
0: I'm bl- An- Annie Johnson at Pico brew she 's doing a lot of uh stuff like this okay uh, she she just uh, she was uh, posted a photo of one on oh. the Facebook page looks exactly the same, but again it 's hazy it 's not this juicy yeah full of yeast velvety.
2: I um, hope you don't hey, end up liking it, Tasty, and we have to change your name well, to Juice. i trying to be
5: open about it. <laughs> oh. Didn't we do that? <laughs> was it, did, wasn't, wasn't that what you like like oh, your, your mom did? Your mom did, one not it?
2: Oh! oh! No. No, I think he meant that for real. No, she really did. Yeah, was she it my juicy. mom or was yes. it your mom. No, your mom. Your mom. That's she right. Mis- mis- that misnamed, juicy. Misspoke. I think you're
5: right. That's right. Yeah. me Juicy <laughs> of And that's starting to catch on when I start, like giving you guys dirty looks
0: and shit. <laughs> right. All the ladies call me Juicy. All
2: right. I got to keep us moving so we
5: All can right. get
0: to our
2: Sounds guests. Like but uh, let me get through just juice. a couple more emails here. Um, someone wrote in about podcasts. Are you guys not on Apple Podcasts anymore? Uh, we are on iTunes, and I think that automatically puts it on the podcast so uh yeah we're still there um in fact everything as of last week was fully up to date so um you might have to resubscribe if something happened on the itunes side but they're all there um Here's another one. Uh, Hey, guys, I'm not sure what's going on, but the last session I can download is Pizza Port uh, from February 22nd. I hope it's updated soon. You're cut off. I refresh it every day. Uh, Mike, check it again. Uh, One thing is if you had downloaded more than, I forget what it is, 12 episodes in 24 hours, you'll get cut off. And the other thing is I was uh, several days late last week uh, putting a new one up. So um, check it again. They're, They're there. You might have to resubscribe if you don't see it. Um, Here's another one. Hey, JP. Uh, Regarding the indie beer discussion that you, Beardy and Tasty, argued for the if it's good, drink it approach, I'd like to present an opposing view. I concede the ridiculousness of labels, craft, indie, and otherwise, but I think the last 40 years of beer history tells us uh, that we need to know about consolidation. Uh, It tells us all we need to know about consolidation. Excuse me. Uh, It has never benefited the consumer. Sure, it benefits brewery owners, stockholders, distributors, and uh, maybe public. Republicans, but never the consumer. Big beer has done nothing to bring you the choice that you have in today's beer market.
0: It's a long, it's a long. Basically, that's, that's the crux of his thing, oh, okay. where, where uh, you know, consolidation is bad because it's going to eventually limit us. Um, I like Vaughn. He's a nice dude. He's a good listener, and he's he's all, He was on Doctor Humber a couple times.
2: Okay. Now well, here's a thing. Here's he sums it up a little bit too. I, I, he he says I think that drinkers should. Uh, he puts stars around that. I don't know why. Uh, Stop drinking brands acquired by big beer. Uh, yes, he says. His example is Sculpin is a terrific beer, but Tasties. Uh, if it's the best beer on the board, I'm drinking it. Uh, mentality is a short-sighted error in judgment. He says there are plenty of great choices we can make, uh, which would. Ensure that we still have great choices five, ten, and twenty years from now by choosing an evil twin over a Sculpin. So there you go. That's Sergeant Devo uh, in the BN Army. More like Diva after that rant. What? know. Each his own. Jim Cook and Ken Grossman and somebody else just did a recent panel that I read an article about where uh, Jim Cook brought up something that nobody's talking about, and that is, you know, sometimes these buyouts. Um, You know, which they're not just happening from the big breweries, but even when they are, there are shareholders and and there are funds that that buy things out, too, for example. And if they come from, a a, a, you know, more on the corporate side of funds, where it's just a bunch of shareholders rather than rather than more of what they call like a family fund, which might be like a trust that a family at like a very wealthy family has a trust and they invest that money. Um, That's you have a little more control of that. But the ones just come from like giant funds. He said, you know, we always hear that. Oh, we're we're not going to change management. We're not going to change much. And, and that Jim Cook was kind of saying that all might be well and good. But what they're not talking about is that all of these things eventually have a liquidity event. Right. And he said that they're not there just to make their dividends on the stock that they own, uh, no. it, you know, forever. That eventually the stock should go up and then there's a liquidity event and they make a big chunk of change. Yeah. And he said and the lifespan of those are usually about 10 years. So he was kind of saying one thing that, that a lot of people aren't talking about is, the face of craft beer, if these things keep getting bought up, in 10 years, when they get sold off in their liquidity event to who knows who. I mean, it could be they could get sold to Mitsubishi, or they could get <laughs> right. sold to uh, X. Ex- you know, Fidelity funding, people who have nothing, who have even less to do with craft beer than the than the first people that are buying it, yeah. for, for example. And he said, that's the time when you should really be concerned about your favorite, you know, brands. Hmm. I thought that was a good point that I that's hadn't thought point. about. It's not just the buyout now, but the second buyout. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that, that second wave.
5: Uh, uh, how many of those were there? I know the, the only one I know is the uh, Dogfish one, and that was that was only like 10% or something of the company. It wasn't very, a whole bunch of it. What? That was an iniqui- uh,
2: yeah. Dog dogfish sold fifteen oh, to, percent. to like a, I yeah. I think it's fifteen. Don't quote me on that ex- 15, specifically. But really but I think it was amount. around fifteen percent. Um, and
5: was, was Sam on this panel? by chance?
2: No, no oh. not. Th- I forget who the third person was, but it was not Sam. Um, but Dogfish Head was brought up. Um, because of the the smaller amount, but but one thing they were differentiating between something like a family fund, which I mentioned was like a trust, yeah. which they generally have a little more leeway and aren't just looking for that liquidity event in ten years, although they could. Uh, then the the larger funds that are just buying things up like like any other business isn't that more like the Cigar City conglomeration? That's yeah, kind of happening on the East Coast. If I remember right, in that article they discussed that one. That actually is still more of a, a family fund. Oh, it is. Uh, oh, even okay. though it's a fairly large one, I think the way it's set up is it, a lot more of it comes from a family fund. Oh, so they okay. did bring that up because that is, yeah, that was like a, a, a financial company, right, a trust yeah. that was built to do this, but it came from more of a family fund. Okay. So they could, I think the, my brain's just dead, so forgive me. Go check it out. Just if you Google yeah, this, Jim true. Cook and. Yeah. and um, it's called
0: The Meeting of the
2: Malt, and the third person is Dick Yingling. There we go. All right, so go read it, because they're going to do a better job than I am. But they're talking about how that Cigar City one might be a better one to watch and see what happens, because it comes from a safer side of this type of investing. Mm. Um, But anyhow, give it a look. All right, uh, last uh, email here, the feedback that came in, James writes in about the Drake's commercials we've been running. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but Drake's Brewing Company became a sponsor of ours a couple yeah. months ago. Yeah. Um, so happy that they did that. They've always sponsored our uh, Brews Festival, which they did again this year. That's true, yeah, big we, supporter. We thank them for that, and now they're supporting the show, too. So if you see Drake's, I mean, we've always told you to buy Drake's, uh, even, when they, <laughs> even when they weren't paying us, because we love them. And so it's really cool to be able to.
5: I think right now they're only in California and Nevada. Okay. But uh, they're expanding. So- so watch them see grow. it out there,
2: support them. Support you. them. So he says, I've noticed that the two Drake's commercials that have been on, uh, there's some pretty sweet metal playing in the background. Can you point me toward a particular band or song name? I'll look it up for you, but I will tell you that the voice in the commercial, it's his band. So you're hearing from um, Brandon, uh, who, who works at Drake's, and he's, he's doing the voiceover himself, and it's his band. So I'll find <laughs> out from him. Who it is, and I'll tell you on the next show, uh, or, or what the the band is called. Band? Um, I'm not ac- I'm not actually sure they're still making music. Um, but, oh okay. Um, He's like, look, I got this rocking. Yeah, he's like walking track because I, I asked. I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty good metal, dude. Who you know? Is this a local band you like or something?" He's like, "Nah, it's my band. You know, we, we, we recorded it a while ago. <laughs> we're local, I but like, I hate it." Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, it's pretty cool." So, all right, go support Drake's uh, when you can. All right, so here's what we'll do. Uh, thanks for your feedback. Uh, you can always send that into feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. We are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to get Eagle Rock Brewing Company in the studio. We're going to taste some of their beer and talk to you about all the big things that they're up to. So hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the brewcasters. The brewcasters on the Brewing Network.
6: Ooh, baby, don't you know?
1: The 2016 Homebrew Con is coming. June 9th through 11th in Baltimore, Maryland. Be a part of the biggest and best homebrew event in the world with thousands of homebrewers from all walks of life. HomebrewCon is open to anyone 21 and older who is a member of the American Homebrewers Association or Brewers Association. Not an AHA member? Don't wait. Register now. The AHA is dedicated to promoting the community of homebrewers and empowering homebrewers to make the best beer in the world. Social packages and full conference registration is available now. Enjoy seminars from industry leaders like Sam Calagione, Stan Hieronymus, Jeff Larson, Paul Sangster, and Drew Beecham. Visit the Homebrew Expo for the newest and best in equipment and ingredients. And don't miss Club Night, the biggest night in homebrewing. Register today at homebrewcon.org and join the Brewing Network in Baltimore for all the fun at HomebrewCon. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. most wonderful week of the year is coming. It's American Craft Beer Week, May 16th through 22nd. Thousands of events all over the country will celebrate craft beer and brewing in all 50 states. Join the celebration. Visit craftbeer.com now. It's the home of American Craft Beer Week and hosts a growing list of events around the nation. And visit American Craft Beer Week on Facebook and support craft beer with more than 60,000 small and independent brewery fans. If you're a brewery or craft beer retailer, plan an event and post it for everyone to see on craftbeer.com's official calendar for American Craft Beer Week. It's the mother of all beer weeks, American Craft Beer Week, the most wonderful time of the year. Brewcasters are back. It is a 401 beer. What?
2: Welcome back to the show. Thanks for hanging out with us. And thanks to our good friends over at Great Fermentations. You can go to greatfermentations.com right now and check them out. It's a great homebrew shop that's been supporting us, and you should go support them. They have the largest catalog of Blickman products on the web, provide same-day shipping on some of the main items. And a lot of vendors don't even uh, carry all those items and can take up to three weeks to get them to you. But not Great Fermentations. Their staff is one of the best trained using Blickman products and offer top-notch customer service for you. So please go Go check them out at greatfermentations.com, or you can call them at 888-HME-BREW. All right, so as promised, we've got the boys from Eagle Rock Brewing in the studio. Welcome, guys. I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, Straight out of L.A. Uh, Weren't you like L.A.'s first brewery in I don't know how long or something? I mean, it's
7: it's a bit, uh, I guess, you know, contentious to say maybe the first in... I don't know. We we were the I guess the first of the n- the new wave. Okay, but in the city of L.A., um, right around the same time as as we opened up was Ladyface. Uh, there okay, in, in yeah. Agora and um, Grape Brewery, Strand Brewing Company, in, in Torrance. Okay, we all we opened up like within a couple months of each other.
2: I see. Okay,
7: um, but yeah, I mean, really the the first in a, in a while to kind of do the the newer model of of brewery tasting room
2: kind of customer interaction type of type of uh of model okay Uh, folks at home you are listening to jeremy raub he's one of the founders uh and there's you do it with your dad too yeah my dad my dad and my wife um,
7: okay my dad is the one that taught me to homebrew and uh so we just we were homebrewing for a long time before okay and that's how that Got you
2: know it. you guys just decided, you know how to, decided yes. to go for it <laughs> yeah. and then also in the studio we've got and I hope i say it right we have lee bakovsky that's it okay and uh, you're the barrel master at at eagle rock uh, which is exciting cuz i honestly so i haven't been to eagle rock in in years i've had your beer uh, more recently of course but uh, you didn't have a barrel room or uh, a, a program i think
7: yeah well i mean we we started out uh with pretty much from i guess Within the first month of brewing our first beer, we started with some barrels, but kind of the idea was let's forget about them and see what happens. Okay. Um, so yearling, which is one of our our uh, sour beers that we do, um, was basically our one year anniversary beer, but it had sat in the barrels for almost a year okay we, we forgot about it so yeah. to speak No, nah? nice um so yeah you know we're doing
2: more of them now okay all right so we'll learn about that today uh, with the help of lee and then also eric garcia the brewmaster is in hello so you guys have grown a lot I mean, now there's three of you. <laughs>
6: yeah, it's
2: really and literally, there are three of us. <laughs> You're like amoebas. You just keep splitting. When I went to... I think I've only been twice to the... And we'll talk about some of your expansion, because I think there's another location now, too. But I went to the original location. I met you and, and your dad. And I remember your dad uh, really clearly, because I have a really weak handshake. And, and, he, <laughs> <laughs> and he shook my hand, and like my wrist like, collapsed or something. And he was like... Hey, you all right? you're <laughs> Your wrist just kind of fell apart there.
6: Well, we use I that as cracking. a cracking. <laughs> yeah, I will
8: break we you. We use his strength as a like a a unit of measure in the brewery okay, yeah. like, like how tight is this it's one Steve one Steve means you have to go get a wrench to get it off Okay. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's also like the Richter scale like
2: it's it's not linear sure oh, each exponential. level is that much more intense yeah I'm in the negative Steve's apparently uh, <laughs> he, but he did it also with such a straight uh, dry you know straight pages oh you, you all right? you're alright uh, your wrist kind of just fell apart there <laughs> how many Justins would equal one Steve yeah that's oh, where
6: we oh, gotta man. go. You guys, a, you guys
7: had a scale like there was so many Yodas to a Steve or so
2: I can't. Well, one Steve is like five Yodas. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, he he was very cool, but I just I, and at first I was like, oh yeah, I kind of have a bad. R- wait a second. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh well. Uh, so when did you guys open? Uh, it was two thousand nine. Okay.
7: Um, we were, I guess, for about. Almost two years we were in the the planning and building and uh, permitting phases. Um, what was your job before that before that, I was a film music editor, oh yeah, um, so okay. I helped to put soundtracks into movies and worked with composers and uh, did you like that yeah yeah it was it was a lot of fun I guess the the kind of one of the motivators for me to leave that industry was just um the hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got, so it's it's no much better. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, just uh, you know, the the fact that I was doing all this work for other people that sometimes didn't seem like there was they didn't care yeah. how hard I was working, or it didn't really matter. It was just a little worker bee in a gigantic hive that was, yeah, you know, somewhere else. Uh, so Did you
2: go to school for a long time to to do that?
7: No, it was. Uh, I went to like a trade school. I went to a okay. uh, to full sale, uh, full sale center for the recording arts, which okay. is down in, in Orlando. Um, and uh, basically, I learned how to make records because I go to high school. I would played in rock bands and thought, nice. yeah, and, you know, I'm not good enough to play guitar, to be a solo artist. So I'm going to learn how to make records and (laughs) I'll make my own. (laughs) And then when I was there, I was like, Oh, there's this whole side of, uh, you know, post-production. That sounds fun. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's why I moved out to LA and, uh, yeah, did that for about 12 years, I guess. And were you
2: homebrewing pretty much that whole time too with your dad or what? Uh,
7: no, it's funny because I, um, started homebrewing with my dad, uh, back in like 94 i think it was um and i was just had just finished or was finishing high school around that time um and he was he was already brewing at home okay um and and so i just kind of thought well, this looks what you can make beer yeah wow, that's crazy wow <laughs> um you know and looking in the boil kettle like what's well, green that's what that's, yeah you know um so then, yeah, just he he taught me how to make beer, and uh, we brewed a bunch of times together back in those days. And then after I left for school and kind of drank a lot of shitty beer and forgot all about, you know, good beer. Yeah. I mean, back in those days, too, there there just wasn't, especially in upstate New York where I grew up, there wasn't the availability of 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 good beers and uh, sure it's it's a completely different world saranac was like the craft of that time right yeah yeah and there was i think there was like like jw dundee's honey okay, yeah. brown or something <laughs> wow. yeah. something like that that like, yeah. <laughs> I, I banana nut yeah. i love honey i yeah. love it so much <laughs> we were talking about that yesterday <laughs> um, oh, and yeah so and it was a lot harder i remember my dad got so excited when he was like we can get surplus, uh, Hallertal Middlefrew hops from Sam Adams. This is amazing. I was yeah. like, what are, you, what are you talking about? <laughs> <man?"> <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, fast forward to after moving out to LA, um, and my, my folks moved out shortly after I did. And it was sort of like, Hey, why don't we celebrate the family's back together again on the West coast now? And, uh, you know, you still have some of that old brewing equipment. And so we, we started brewing. But when we went to the homebrew shop to get supplies, it was like, holy shit, there's like ingredients galore. And like... Yeah kettles and all kinds of cool equipment and ah so <laughs> you got into it <laughs> it was like yeah it was like crack you know it was like great let's do this every weekend okay all the time
2: <laughs> and is your dad retired at this point or he, he just relocated and was working in la too
7: yeah so he was uh relocated and working in uh North, northern california okay and then, like they live in ventura so got it. um So, yeah, it was basically just every weekend we'd get together and brew and taste the beers and get excited. And then uh, my wife, Ting, um, who grew up in a restaurant family, would be like, what are you guys excited about? This is not that good. You know,
6: <laughs> I love it.
7: she, she uh, growing up in a restaurant family. Her, her palate was sort of trained better than ours was. Okay. Our country, uh, hick type palates. And then, um,
0: it's still firm and taste, right <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah.
7: I guess, you know, being, growing up in a Chinese family and just being brutally honest, I guess kind of having that, you know, we, we, kind of sugar-coated things and she was not about that so she would be like this sucks (laughs) um i love people like that i'm so envious i can't be that (laughs) and and look you know looking back it was great because eventually when she was like whoa this one is actually good i would i would pay money for this we're like
6: Yes. You know, that was,
7: so you're saying there's a chance.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that's kind of how it all snowballed. And you you just went for it. Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, What's your building like now? Have you guys expanded in that location that I saw, which was uh, shortly after you opened, I think? Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, (laughs) how much time we got here. (laughs) Okay. Well, let me let me rephrase. Let me start, but let me go backwards a little bit, uh, and and so instead of that, uh, I want to talk about the equipment that you started with, and then maybe we can talk about what you've grown into. Because you started with uh, by repurposing dairy equipment, right?
7: Yeah, actually, we got incredibly lucky because we we started out with the old ale smith equipment. Okay. So when uh, when we were kind of in those early planning stages um, you know we were looking around on pro Brewer and all the 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 networks that were out there at the time and um you know, what if we did used equipment? we had priced out a brand new seven barrel brew house um and it was gonna be like two hundred grand wow at the time, which you know now it's double that yeah. for <laughs> seven barrels or something <laughs> um, but you know we 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 were leaving. I remember this really distinctly. We were uh, getting ready to leave. I was taking her to Seattle because she had never been. It was like for her birthday. And I was like, oh, this is a great beer town. It's going to be fun. We're going to go check things out. And um, like hours before we left, I saw a post on Pro Brewer that the old original Ailsmith equipment was going up for sale. Yeah. They were upgrading. And I was just like, holy shit, what? This, what? Well yeah. yeah. they're making good beer. Why yeah. not? <laughs> <laughs> right um yeah, like they were kind of one of our brewing idols, you know, from yeah. from the time we learned about good beer. And uh so we like flew to Seattle and on like on the way or like calling being like calling my dad and being like, Okay, you gotta go to the bank and do this and we're calling the guys at Alesmith and like, we're gonna we wanna buy this or, Here's what we're gonna do. Yeah. And then we landed in Seattle. We're like doing bank transfers and like getting it all worked out to the last minute, and finally we're like, yes, we got this equipment. And you know, it ended up saving us over a hundred grand from wow. the the what we were going to get. Okay. Um we're gonna get a seven barrel system and this was a fifteen barrel system that was repurposed from old old dairy equipment. Nice. So they had they had really done all of the repurposing before we we got it um but then we just kind of we went down and saw everything in place and and uh, took pictures and saw how they had hooked it up and we just tried to do it as
2: best we could in our place and uh I just went for it. Yeah, I just went for it. So I'm feeling the Brewing Network's age right now because <laughs> in the early years, we, we broadcast interviewed out of an old dairy no.
0: <laughs> 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 first studio. Right? Yeah, that's Better why about. it sounded like yeah. shit.
2: Well, we interviewed Peter Zion when he was still brewing on that equipment. Cool. And we talked about his dairy equipment. And yeah. here oh, I am. Yeah. I'm now doing a second interview on the system, on the same <laughs> yeah, system. There yeah, you go. Uh, It's just amazing to yeah. me, right? <laughs> how long we've been doing this. Uh, so, yeah, second generation of this equipment that the BN has even talked about. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, how you know, it's old. Yeah.
7: It's, it's pretty cool. I mean, when we were, you know, anyone who's. In the planning stages or has already started a brewery, you kind of, you know, you know that, that moment where you're in the, everything is so like intensely real and you're just like, oh, we're going to do it. This is it. And, (laughs) you know, you're going out talking to people in bars and you're like, yeah, you know, we're starting a brewery and, you know, and (laughs) kind of see gauging people's reactions. And I remember going into Verdugo bar, um, which was the first place we ever, our first keg ever was sold there at the Verdugo bar. Okay. In L.A. And uh, kind of mentioning that, talking to a friend, and, and Ryan Sweeney, one of the owners, was behind the bar. And he's like, what? You guys have the old Alesmith equipment? And suddenly, like, there was more interest. Some street cred. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, it was cool because I didn't know Ryan at the time. Of course, you know, we're great friends now. but uh, But yeah, you know, it was kind of cool to get, hey, we're going to start a brewery. And people at that time, was like, you're starting a brewery in L.A. So that was sort of a reason yeah. for attention or for disdain, whatever.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thinking, thinking you're
7: insane. Right. Really Elf- from the city. Yeah, But, but then, you know, it kind of gave us a little bit of, of, you know, unwarranted credibility just because we had this equipment. It sure. was like, if we're going to fuck this up, then it's not because <laughs> of the equipment, because obviously guys have made great beer on this equipment before us, so... Yeah. Um,
2: I remember the mash tun. Um, oh, yeah. you, you, want you want to remember, remember it even better? <laughs> Come on down and brew with us. <laughs> so, you're still using it. Yep. What is wrong yes. with you? Because I remember this mash tun, and it's a, it's a pretty big mash tun, and it's... Um, how do I describe it? Like a very large fermenter yeah. laid on its side, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and... There's no way to get the grain out of it. Oh, there's a the way. Well, there's, <laughs> there's one way. Yeah. you got to shovel it out and over, over the You shovel it out and over, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Called, yeah. There's no hoe. It takes four eras. <laughs> this is what right. I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah.
7: Which is like
2: a fraction of a Yoda, I think. I don't remember the conversion. But. How many pounds of grain are we talking here? Because we've had people come in and talk about their manual match mm-hmm. tons. This is a seriously man, and it's big. Well, well that's
8: well, why we like to brew solidarity.
2: <laughs> the the, the well, low alcohol beer, right? 3.8. Yeah, wow. How percent. many pounds are we, you know, on average, are we talking come out of this so, thing? So
7: I remember, well, I'll let you answer that question, but first I'll just, to tie it into history, I was going to say when we went down uh, and talked to Peter about everything and, you know, and, and Bill, who's still, still brews there, he's now brewing for the, the McKellar uh, oh, project. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Bill Batten. But yeah, he was, he was saying that, uh, he was like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, We top it out with Speedway. It's kind of like almost overflowing, and it's a little over 2,000 pounds, and uh, think of how often (sighs) they (laughs) brewed that beer. (laughs) Oh, my God. We only do a
3: beer that big every so often. But Populous, (laughs) which is uh, the most volume we do, uh, it's about 1,200 pounds.
2: Okay, and so you are still doing this on a daily basis, shoveling this stuff out. Also, and, that's twelve
8: hundred pounds
2: dry, dry. right? Yeah. Dry, yeah. Yes, dry, <laughs> right? Yeah,
6: right. Good
2: point, Leroy. So twenty yeah.
6: four
2: hundred pounds. I mean, it's yeah. got to <laughs> be at least double wet. Uh, I can't believe you're still doing this.
3: I mean, Peter, we can't either. Yeah, <laughs> I remember uh, when we went down to do the uh, or the we were, went down to talk about doing the uh, dairy tank collaboration with them over at Ailsmith and uh, he was Peter was talking about he's like had Shoulder surgery just from graining out of that time. He's like for an athlete. so many years, right. like yeah. a, wow. like a decaying
6: athlete. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, right.
0: I blew my shoulder out of twenty six.
6: Yeah, yeah. I, had a, I had a good career. Yeah. Years. Yeah. Now you know?
0: I'm, a, I'm a commentator. Oh my! God. I mean, that was only, <laughs> only a few. It's a blogger.
6: He, Peter has. <laughs> yes, <yeah. He
7: has> that's <laughs> such good advice throughout the years. And I, I remember one of the best pieces of advice I've ever received from anybody. You know, life in general, but specifically for brewing, was he said when we went down to kind of check out the equipment, he was like, You know, don't try to do it by yourself.
6: Okay. (laughs) Just (laughs) don't. Yeah. 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 And, you know, that is good life uh, advice, too. Really? Yeah. Like, you can apply that to. Everything. Yeah, I feel there are some things that are better by yourself,
0: (laughs) like watching movies, right? Full-length movies and and drinking.
2: Yeah, don't try to do it by yourself.
7: But that, and also, he was like, you know, kind of at at that time, he was he hadn't he wasn't doing most of the day-to-day brewing, and and so he was like, yeah, you know, I, I I get in there as much as I can. He's like, I. Brewing is a young man's job, especially
2: on this <laughs> oh, equipment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. on this, right? <laughs> right. When,
3: um. Whenever we have people come in to guest brew, they're always shocked. They're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I have to grain out of that? Yeah. I was doesn't
8: have a single button. There's not one button. Wow. <laughs> you guys make the
4: collaborators do work?
8: Well, that's why we do collaboration. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. It's one day we get off. That's not how, <laughs>
2: yeah. that's not how tasty collaboration.
6: I'd, I'd bring like he four or five people. people with me. Yeah. 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 Well,
5: yeah. It, is, it is much in the, the same entourage. way. And yeah. one of those yeah. suctioning yeah. vacuum things, you know, just like... No, the wet right back, right? shot yeah. back. Yeah. It's like that shit yeah. got yeah. shot back. Yeah. Um, but it, all in, in
2: all seriousness, and, and I understand... I am surprised that you're still brewing on that uh, that manual of a system.
7: Well, I got to say, I mean, so basically the, the only... Original equipment that we purchased from AleSmith that we're still using um, is the mash tun, boil okay. kettle, and then what what we're using as a cold liquor tank they were using as a as a fermenter. Okay, um, but there so the original fermenters that they used and that we used as our original fermenters um, were these open, essentially just like our mash tun, uh, these open top dairy tanks that have sort of a, a rounded bottom. It's just like mm-hmm. a big bathtub, like yeah. I think Lee was yeah. describing it as. Um it's very accurate. Yeah, and and um you know the, the as a fermenter, it, it was very cool for what it could do to the to the esters and, and kind of you know, the yeast uh kind of interaction with with that size and shape of a, of a vessel like there's there's less of a column of beer for the esters to, to kind of get blown off from okay so you can get a little bit more ester production um, uh, but really ultimately it is kind of a, more of a practical issue why those fermenters are not great for doing production beers um, is just there's one valve at the bottom of the tank and the bottom of the tank is where the beer and the yeast are gonna come out. You know, and, and also the jackets only went up about what, like,
8: like a
2: halfway. Third, a of a the third way or a way halfway up the so stay as cold tank. at the bottom. Right. The well that's uh, interesting. Yeah, because heat rises it's sort of the opposite of the, heat the right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly.
7: And yeah. the, you know, those tanks as designed for, for dairy, there originally was an impeller in the in the top of the tank. There was a motor mounted at top and the impeller would kind of stir the milk to ensure the temperature would be i see consistent throughout um, but yeah you know you don't want to stir your fermenting
2: no. maybe there was some form of that just with the agitation of yeast uh, anyway sure. though, right but but not enough so we would get uh we would get we
7: would have uh probes in the top of the fermenter but then we would pull samples from the bottom and we would, I got yeah, it. It was degrees. terrible. 20 totally degrees right. wow. stratification it was, oh, wow. it was a daily calibration a struggle. Situation. Yeah, trying right. to work with the temperature probes on that thing. Okay. And just the yeast management was...
8: You couldn't you couldn't really harvest out. Yeah. But then you also couldn't get bright beer out because it would pull <laughs> a little bit of yeast as it went. I, I mean,
7: right. I'm, you know, kind of half ashamed to admit, but i proud <laughs> now that we're past it. But like... Back in those days, we would harvest yeast by taking the the plastic shovels that we now use to grain out with, Mm -hmm. um, sanitize them, and then just very carefully and quietly, you know, trying not to breathe too hard, Uh, scooping (laughs) out the yeast, (laughs) putting it into sanitized buckets, and then that would be our repitch. And, you know, uh, everyone kind of probably cringes now when they hear about that, but shit that's how a lot of breweries started out especially um in the late 90s and early 2000s and um i mean even now you see pictures of belgian breweries
3: like top Mm -hmm. cropping and doing yeah that same kind of process
7: anchor's still doing it yeah yeah Yeah. and you know they they have uh the room the enclosed room to kind of help protect it so we didn't we didn't have that. And, and you're dripping sweat all over yeah. it, probably. Well, like, they, they, they are, are using Because <laughs> it was like 100 degrees in there. They're using yeah. mash-out the mash-out shells uh, to harvest yeast. The other thing <laughs> is, we used, to, uh, we used to, to kind of ensure that no fruit flies would get in there. As we, you guys remember this very well, I'm um, sure. By the cuts and scars on your fingers. We would take uh, metal tape, like that you get for, for ducting work yeah. or whatever, yeah. and we would tape the lids. And every and it that tape, if you've ever used it, yeah, it, it tears pretty easily. So you'd get these little sh-
0: like the lids of the buckets,
7: yeah. What are you taping? Yeah, yeah. no, uh, no the, the, the lids the the actual fermenter. Oh, wow. yeah. Any
8: like open little space where something wow. in theory might fly in, just oh to, like, wow, it, it was
7: it. interesting. It was, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was a labor and, of love
8: and hindsight, see, yeah. too. We probably weren't you know pitching enough, so. There was really vulnerable wort just mm. maybe sitting there longer than it should be sitting okay. and connective. Yeah. with a bigger pitch, a, a more vigorous fermentation. You'd have a lot of positive pressure. It would yeah, like in home yeah. Brewers, man, because we've
2: had those discussions on here. When brewers have, I went and saw. Uh, this was a long time ago, and my listeners have heard it all before. But I went to a brewery called Colonel in in England. They just had this uh, open fermenter, really small operation mm. at the time, and it wasn't in a clean room or anything else. And I was. I was flabbergasted. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. What are you doing? And but he was just talking about the, the positive pressure. Yeah, and definitely. their beer was great. I loved their beer. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm glad you're admitting things like that because it helps our listeners too. Like if you're under pitching, then what fermentation's taking a bit longer. Yeah, there's not it's as like, much positive pressure. Back it's it's cool. I remember
7: too. Like uh, Peter was telling us how the the guys at White Labs just called them insane because they would over pitch when not when they were using those tanks okay. you know qualify it by that but the guys at white labs would be like what well, you want to order how much yeast and they're like yeah just we're going to stay over pitch because we're using these tanks things are dangerous you know we we want to make sure we're hedging our bets and you know we remember the stories peter would tell us yeah you'd come in sometimes you'd come in in the morning after brewing speedway and you would just smell that smell and you knew when you turn on the lights, you're going to see beer all over the floor. You're going to see the lid <laughs> oh, of those yeah. fermenters on the floor. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that yeah. happened to us, you know, a, a couple of times. Not that the whole lid would be lifted and off, but um, in some of the other, like, the the enclosed tanks that have the, just a little manway on top, we would get over ferments. And, mm-hmm. you know, just it's wow. all that figuring it out process that you do when you're Sure. It's like you get new homebrew equipment. It's the same thing. and
0: you try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. and, try and try this, out. Is,
7: this was the, the big homebrew system for us, basically. It is so. really a big, oversized homebrew now, system.
2: Now, have you since upgraded the fermenters? Cause it sounds like you were talking about these in past tense. So,
7: Yeah, yeah fermenters have been upgraded. Um, the kettle is just fantastic. I, I love that kettle. I mean, for sure, there's little faults here and there. I'm sure these guys will, will complain more about it.
6: Since they use it day to day.
7: But um you know, there's there's three steam zones on it. Um and it it was built in like the sixties and it as for dairy purposes and it's really it's it's a pretty solid kettle. The mash tun, I mean it's so it's it's uh it was insulated and and glycol jacketed for for cooling milk. Mm. Um but it, it wasn't for steam, so we don't. It's basically like a big picnic cooler. Like we don't, we can't heat our our mash. Yeah. There's yeah. no you know, steps. It's it just yeah. it's and a single infusion, single infusion, no mash out kind of situation. Um, single temperature rest, uh, you know. So that's very much like a homebrew s-
2: setup. I say um, it's like British. So, British. so British. yeah, do yeah, okay. you British. do you just. I guess I'm trying to figure out: Do you just love it and and the beer that it produces, or you've you've decided to you know reinvest your money into other things like new fermenters instead, and just deal with the mash tun for now? Yes. Yes. Okay.
7: Yes. I mean that sort of is the the least of the evils, so to speak, because the uh, no, unless you're Eric. Well,
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's a little
7: more blood, sweat, and tears. I mean. Your yeah, yeah. shoulders are cheap. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. blood, sweat, and tears compared to. Phenols and fusels are. <laughs> yeah.
6: come
7: on. But these
5: well, are well, also well, important. I have to ask why can't you just put a manway in the, in the, in the bottom of it?
7: Well, for one, it's, it's just some welding. We would have to elevate it
2: because oh, it's, oh, it's on the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and two, and, because now it's a right. Of okay, passage. how about on the front? Yeah, everybody <laughs> at Eagle Rock has to yeah. deal with this or on the, thing? Or
5: on the front, even you're not going to push them out with a right. Well, and
7: it's, and it's two layers of stainless yeah. with some insulation in between. Oh, that's
6: right, it's jacket.
5: Mm-hmm. That's
6: right. Um,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, but these are you know, and I'm sort of being picky about this and, and really asking about it because these are important decisions that you have to make as a small business owner too. Who it sounds like maybe you don't want to take on a bunch of loans and investment and things like that. You're yeah. going to deal with what you have and decide where to put your money. I mean, ultimately we
8: don't have a ton of room there, so it, maybe it doesn't make sense to upgrade that. When eventually we're going to need to move out of there anyway, so I see, maybe yeah. it's like, well, let's just hold on and when That's we okay. when we move we'll learn from the millions of mistakes we made and everything will be awesome.
3: Okay, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, that's kind of the... We still get 85% to 90% efficiency out of that thing. Nice, so, wow. I mean, with, so media, it is like a homebrew yeah. yeah. sound. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, it got better
3: really quick, too, right? Is this oh, shallow? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, uh, Vorloff we, is about 25 minutes. What do we do, like...
7: Five-minute rests and then start
8: Vorloffing. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's literally nice. about
3: a half an hour and then we start running off. No
8: kidding. It, it yeah. takes a long time to fill it up. Uh, yeah. So the grist is hydrated as it falls in. I think it's pretty yeah, much all converted, for, like it. yeah. as it's dumping in. So it's, I see. Like them.
3: populist would be about a fifty minute mash-in. So by the time it's, you know yeah, it's, it's all right. in there, it's ready
2: to go. So let me ask this: uh, just thinking from a homebrewer, especially because it's the thing I always screw up is my mash temperature. Oh, I
0: thought you were going to say everything.
2: Everything. So, yeah. I'm glad you clarified. So you're hydrating the grain as it comes in, and you're feeling like it's mostly and it's converting as you're filling up. Obviously, what's the uh, difference in temperature from your like from that strike water to your what you want your mash temp to be?
3: So typically about 170 uh, strike water, it'll come down to about 153. So and it's is
5: 17 it 17 degrees?
2: So I guess I'm just I would be worried as a, a well. Worried. Keep in mind, it's hitting
5: yes. it's hitting uh, not hot grains, so it's reducing right. in temperature right away, almost instantly, yeah. it, and, and then continuous. a not
2: hot uh, yeah. vessel. Yeah. I mean, uh, that well, that well, number's it's, it's in the numbers not universal. Yeah. hasn't
8: it hasn't hit the bottom yet, so this is all happening as it's falling. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They can put
5: a probe thermometer right where it's like all going in and
3: kind of yeah. So we'll we'll take measurements through the mashing. You
7: do okay. And, well, you know, see and adjust as needed. The I thing, see. the thing too that um. Has made, I think it's it's made all of our lives easier. Is is um, we we purchased a a steam jacketed hot liquor tank, mm-hmm. um, and we had a, a good friend of ours weld up a mixing station. So what we did previously, uh, this was a real pain in the ass, yeah. was <laughs> we heated our just very much like a homebrew. We heated our mashed water in the kettle. Mm-hmm. we transferred it into a, a holding tank that was an old dairy tank basically the hot liquor tank the, the hot liquor tank but it was unjacketed so we had to kind of overshoot yeah almost boil our our liquor um or actually what we would do is we would fill the kettle with the volume we needed get it to our strike temp mash in then heat the remaining water up to sparge temp but plus, it. like twenty degrees. Okay. Go over to our hot liquor tank, then pump that on top for sparging, and you know as we're running off. So it was.
5: So I you mean, you sparged when the water came down to the right temperature.
7: Yeah. 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 And it was really, I mean, our first brew day there. Oh. Obviously, <laughs> other, it, it was count. actually a brew week. Other. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's more accurate. It was, <laughs> it was a nineteen-hour brew day. Yeah. Um, wow. But you know, a lot of it was because of that, and you know, it was just a a mess of hoses and and also it was just it was me and my dad I was coming down with a cold because I was so stressed and yeah and then it was like oh did you get oxygen oh shit I forgot to get oxygen we got to <laughs> run to the plumbing supply get <laughs> it right. you know, like welding supply place get oxygen and then where did you put that clamp oh, it's over by the screwdriver you know yeah. all those things just that figuring you, it out yeah it's like imagine your first all grain day when you've been extract brewing for so long and yeah. the
2: crazy dramas and... You know, I remember. It's still supply. every brew day for yeah. me, but, uh, <laughs> but
7: that
2: particular one, yes, I remember. <laughs> well, before I take us to a break um, so, so we can talk more, I do want to talk about the beer that, that was in our glasses. I still have some of mine. Um, umlaut. It's on tap here. Uh, tell me about this beer. It's. Uh, I can tell you already that I'm enjoying it a lot. It's, it's a great beer. What is it? So
3: Umlaut was the test to see if we could make... As close as possible a German Pilsner, but not use traditional German Pilsner ingredients. Okay. So we use our house ale strain, uh, which is twelve seventy-two from Weist. It's the American ale two. And it's a very versatile strain. We bring that down to fifty-eight degrees. Our normal fermentation temperature is about sixty-eight to seventy degrees on that on that strain. Wow. So fifty-eight degrees, overpitch a little bit, and This is a blend of basically 98% two-row and then, you know, fractions of Caramunic 1, Munich, Munich, and uh, a little bit of
4: uh, melanoid malt. So no Pilsner malt whatsoever in there. Interesting. How does the fermentation profile vary at the two different temperatures with the same yeast? That's a great question, Warren. Thank you. You're welcome.
3: It's, I mean, this is significantly cleaner than what we get out of out of the warmer temperatures. Like, the warmer temperatures, uh, we end up getting a lot of Juicy Fruit character. Mm-hmm. So Juicy Fruit, like, it's kind of cool. Like, with our 3655, which we use for our Manifesto, our, wit's, our wit beer, um, it's kind of like we have our own house character. <laughs> uh, both of those uh, strains throw Juicy Fruit character. Does it take a few days longer
4: with the ten degree difference, or yeah. Pretty much so, same speed?
3: yeah. So, our our say populist or revolution revolutions are extra pale ale, and Populous is our uh, west coast IPA. Uh, we'll it'll be pretty much down to terminal by day five, and then we'll dry hop. Uh, if we didn't dry hop, we could easily turn it down at day five or day six. But with uh, Umlaut, where it's down to about 58,
7: uh, it's seven to eight days, so it adds a few days. But this is, I mean, you know, it drinks, I think it drinks pretty close to a Pilsner. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You know, obviously there's differences, and and it's not a a true lager, but, you know, true lager, you're talking about like maybe an average of a 20 to... Twenty-four day tank time. Yeah, this is like an eight day or ten day tank time. Well, uh, sometimes the shortest time on that was about eight.
3: Yeah, so. and that was the first time we canned it. That was back a year and a half ago. But yeah, it's it. We could turn this over in about ten days to eleven that has, days. That's a
5: lot of body. Uh, that kind of throws me. Uh, you associate a pilsner, true pilsner beer to have a little bit lighter. lighter yeah. It's, body. What's the ABV on this beer? Four point eight.
3: yeah Yeah, it it actually
7: finishes about 1.9 to 2 i see well i think one of the things that i was so impressed with when eric uh first came to me with this this test beer because like lee and eric came up with this idea and and were running it by me i was like yeah this sounds awesome and then um when eric brought me this sample i was like yeah wow this is really good and I was like, so, you know, Pilsner malt and what else? He's like, no, no, no Pilsner malt. Hmm. And, uh, but I I was impressed by the way that there's like that slight biscuity flavor that you get in Pilsner (laughs) malt. Um, and, and, uh, you know, almost like there's like tasty saying you get, you get Pilsners are typically pretty dry and crisp, but I think a lot of that does come from the hop character in Pilsners. And it doesn't and, need much because uh, they're lighter. They're lighter hot yeah. because they have less body. Yeah, and and I, f- you know, I feel like there's that that malt character is kind of kind of cool. Oh, yeah. no, um, I, I feel in the end like the
3: uh, the malt character ends up being very Czech in yeah. in in
8: style. Well, and it started, so it's like a nice blend of the um, two styles. It started as a Kolsch, in theory, okay. uh, which is why it was called umlaut <laughs> is because Kolsch has a umlaut on the o. And I think just based on our personal tastes, it's kind of each time it gets a little closer to a more yeah. traditional German Pils. A little hoppier, well, a little bit bitter. Yeah, kolsch yeah. is a little yeah. rounder to me. German yeah. Pils a little sharper, a little more distinct.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those 2% specialty mulch you put in there, I think, make a difference. I think it yeah. shows yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of a yeah, yeah. secret uh, recipe there kind of thing. Yeah.
2: I'm glad you said Kolsch, because that I identify with now that I'm tasting it. I think yeah. that it's, in my opinion, this one is, is closer to a Kolsch. And yep. maybe previously it was even closer to yeah. a Kolsch, yeah. and now yeah, it's it getting closer to a Pilsner. And what about the hops? Are there German hops or not even German hops? Saphir. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, so it's magnum for bittering and Saphir.
3: There's a 30-minute and a 15- or 10-minute edition.
2: Is Saphir... I know this hop. I just forget everything on earth. Is that like an American version of a noble hop? No, no it's, it's it. not no, even it's that. It's German. It is German. It's, it's oh, a new yeah. school German. It's a new yeah, school a German. German. Okay. So it's not considered a noble hop, but it's right, right. new yeah. school uh, German. Okay. Pivo is. Uh, Pivo. Right. Oh, yeah. Pivo from Firestone? Yeah, Pivo, Pivo uses the Okay. kind of what...
7: Uh, we were like, "Damn it! Now everyone's gonna. Now we're not gonna yeah. be able to get it." because right. They're
4: using it. <laughs> we <Way> to copy Brindles. <laughs> Doubl has it all. <laughs>
6: yeah. 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 Damn it! Too soon. <laughs> uh,
2: I like this beer a lot, um, and thank you. Uh, I do think it is. Um, it's not. I think, like Tasty said, it doesn't. It's not quite as crisp as a pilsner, but it is light and easy to drink. Um, pilsner is what another, you put on the board. Here. Another question. Yeah, I, I would call no. it. I would still call it colshi. If I were giving no. it to my friend, I okay. would say this one is Colchy. Yeah, a hobby kolsch
5: um, And that's the whole idea whole idea. Of the colshi. It's a hybrid. It's supposed to give you sort of a yeah. lager character.
2: Yeah. But what uh, I like uh, about it is it. that it's not a Blondale. I wouldn't call it that because uh, I I wouldn't really recommend a Blondale to my friend. But I would recommend. And the Kolschi Ale, uh, can, <laughs> it's, it's just got more character to it. There's yeah. something, there's more going on there. And I don't know if it's just, like Tasty said, I think the Munich malt, the specialty malts, too. It's it's good.
3: amazing. I mean, that's it's only 2% of Ooh. specialty malts outside of 2 row. There's it no closer malt in there. What kind of 2 row? It's American 2 row from, or actually or Canadian raw. 2 row. It's the RAR 2 Oh. Row. oh the yeah. best two bro. <laughs>
5: yeah
3: it's that's yeah. Stuff, stuff. fantastic was
5: yeah. canadians was canadians like, you like mentioned an AD A day firman was was there like a arrest in the end of that or something or?
3: uh on that yeah we we test for for diastole we we'll okay. do the you know the microwave force test. yeah the force uh, test and yeah, yeah the microwave yeah. test yeah. and it passed and we turned down and it was good to go right. so right. how do you do that uh take like
6: a, a
0: home brewer move. It's
3: mm-hmm. a coffee cup and about that much in the coffee cup. Like so about uh, a exactly. uh, coffee mug. It has to be a coffee mug. Yeah, yeah, like, it has to be
2: a coffee like, mug. Like, yeah. um, a dirty about one. One. Uh, right. yeah. you know, Stained brown from the eight oh, yeah, weeks right. of not oh, washing it. Yeah, you don't it. wash uh, it before. Okay. no why Two fingers you. of liquid.
3: Yeah, it has you know about uh, half an inch to three quarters of an inch of uh, beer in there, and then microwave it for about fifty seconds, and take it out of the microwave. Put put some foil on that, and then let it sit for about ten minutes, and then put in the fridge, and just compare that to uh, an already chilled sample.
5: Roman flavor,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
8: yeah, especially if you when you let it warm back up after removing it from the fridge. Usually, if there's diesel in there, it's, it's like very pretty, apparent. Pretty
2: That's from a sample from the fermenter. What yeah. if, what if at lunch it. that day somebody had microwave popcorn? Ooh. Does it affect? <laughs> and I'm being serious. Do you think that would affect the test? <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> do, do you maybe. have to put a sign on the microwave no popcorn that says no. that, yeah, <laughs>
6: right. I feel like well, it would affect, it would affect, the, affect
7: test. the test because they'd be fired. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so. which is why there's only three of them. No, right. there was a fourth. <laughs> (laughs) So I'm I'm getting a picture of the application at at Eagle (laughs) (laughs) Rock. You know, one of them is like, do you sweat a lot? Because we don't want that if you're working around the yeast and stuff. After Uh, harvesting yeast. uh, How are your shoulders feeling today?
6: (laughs) Did you you play sports
2: in high school? Do you make popcorn from scratch or do you buy microwave popcorn? (laughs) It's a very random application that you guys have. So can you live without it? (laughs) You did well, apparently, apparently. (laughs) Eric. <laughs> so, you bring leftover fish for lunch. <laughs> we don't like that we, we don't need to not have. have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's do this. We're going to take a, a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about some more beer uh, from Eagle Rock. We've got more on tap, and then you guys brought some bottles for us too, right? Yes, sir. So yeah, let's do that. I think we're even going to do a side-by-side tasting tonight. Yeah, of, we have uh, uh,
0: one, one beer on tap uh, here, and then in the bottles we have with Brett. All right, That's we'll right. be
2: right back. You're listening to The Brewcasters, the
6: Brewcasters
2: on the Brewing Network. That's
0: it. I've
1: Star treatment today. For strike and sparge water, ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. you. <laughs>
2: Thanks for hanging with us. Don't forget to go over to our good friends at Beersmith. Go to Beersmith.com right now. You can download their home brewing software. Although lots of pro brewers use it too that I know of. Uh, you can get a free 21 day trial. It works on a PC and a Mac. We love it. You will love it. It does more than you need it to do. I promise. It can do everything. It bakes bread, I think. It does. It'll make you breakfast. Uh, go to Beersmith.com and check it out. There's a podcast there you can look at. There's videos of, uh, you know, tutorials of everything. Like that was always the hard part for me with software because It's complicated, and I'm I'm a little slow. Um, But I can go watch a video. Like, if I see it in front of my face, um, then occasionally I only have to watch that four times. And then I learn how to do it. And uh, he offers all of that uh, in one place over at beersmith.com. So check it out. And, um, you know, he's also a good guy doing good things over there. And he's been supporting us for a long time. So check it out, beersmith.com. All right. So we're still here with the uh, Eagle Rock Brewing guys and uh, getting some more of their beer in our glass right now. I was confused uh, with the beer because... They're the only brewery, I think, in existence that has uh, two different beers that start with the letter Z uh, in, in the name, uh, which shouldn't be complicated, but somehow it is for me. Um, I've never. Right? I'm just. I'm just looking at my list, and I'm like, wait, is this the Zagermeister or it's the it's the Zess? I can't tell. There's too many Z's. Yeah. Yeah. Who uses yeah. Z's anymore?
0: Not, next time we talk to the Rare Barrel, you'd be like, your naming scheme is amazing. Don't <laughs> yeah. make the, I'm not fun of the but
5: rare But there's dicks down there. There.
4: This yeah. is what happens with trademarking when you run out of
2: good names. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, start using Z's yeah, and X's. Right. Yeah. It's going to get shitty, huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what beer, JP, do we have in our glasses that you gave me? So, I, uh, The go.
0: one I just gave everyone is the Equinox,
2: okay, which is their golden sour. And then
0: uh, the first one that I gave everyone is the... Zagermeister, okay, um, and I'll let the guys from Eagle Rock tell you more about that.
6: Yeah, tell, and now, uh,
2: Yeah, tell us about these two beers because there's there's some similarities here, right? I thought Justin was gone for a second. They're connected right. somehow.
8: <laughs> yeah. Well, so I'm leaving. <laughs> Essentially. We started doing the sour beers and barrels, and then we were lucky enough to get some uh, fooders from Craftsmen in Pasadena. Nice. So we have three. We do three. Since
2: when does Craftsmen have things to give away or sell? That's, that's, that's the smallest brewery I've ever seen in my life. It's somebody's garage in Pasadena, right? Eh, it's, bigger it's a than little that. bigger. Um, have you been there? It's been a long time. It, it oh, yeah. was years ago. Have they moved out of that little tiny? Well, uh, he's got
8: a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, okay. You should like it somebody's out. Garage. Uh, I love
2: their beer, and, and, oh, yeah. but yeah. I just remember it being really a very small. Okay, so you've got uh, fooders from Craftsman. So we
8: got those. Okay. Uh, we still do some barrels, uh, not as many, um, and we're going to do more. We're sort of ramping that up. Um, but essentially, in the three fooders, we do a sour blonde ale, a red, and a sort of dark. We call it Tarte Noir. Essentially, it's started as Solidarity, the sort of sour version
2: of Solidarity. Okay. Um, Is Solidarity your favorite beer on Earth? My favorite beer in the entire universe. That's the low alcohol. It's like a mild. Yeah. The black okay. mild, yes, yep. 3.8%. JP's been talking about this beer for... Forever. <laughs> yeah.
0: Every time I go down to L.A., I bring back at least a bottle or two, and I try oh, yeah. to bring it in.
2: And every time I find you guys at a festival, I go have it and love it, too. Yeah. Uh, yes. But the way he talks about it, it's like... Uh, <laughs> <But> it's like <laughs> you and Pale 31. It's like, oh, no, you're right. It yeah. right. It's like yeah. you reinvented yeah. the, the orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> but you're right. It is me
4: and Pale 31. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. There are many beers I'd buy by the case,
2: but I'd buy solidarity by the case. Okay.
6: Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Thank you. I mean, I
4: dump it down the drain, but I buy
6: it. I didn't drink it. I just say
0: I buy it, in right. case. Uh, okay. It makes good slug bait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It kills weeds like no other. <laughs> and we stand by that.
6: Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh,
2: guarantee. It's in the fine print on the
6: label.
2: <laughs>
8: Guaranteed by Steve. I mean, we don't care what you do with it. <laughs>
6: you
2: just buy it,
3: yeah. That's your own prerogative. <laughs> yeah. The way they want to live. Um,
8: um, so, yeah, this essentially... Um, Equinox is the sour blonde ale, and then we took uh, a bunch of that, put it into barrels with uh, pluots and uh, some mangoes and just kind of let it sit for a while and do its thing. Um, And it turned out pretty nice. So this will be the first beer uh, that's part of our Woodwork series, which essentially will be the 500-milliliter bottles. And uh, not necessarily everything out of that project has to be sour, but it'll— influenced by wood in some capacity so either okay fooders barrels or whatever else we come up with
6: chips, maybe, uh... well there's
8: i mean now there are a lot of really cool uh aside from just like chips and cubes and spirals there's like these aseptic bags that you can pretty much just throw into a fermenter and there's all kinds of other mm. stuff out there so um there's a lot of room for you know messing around yeah.
2: So describe the the base beer to me in, uh, in general, which is which is the Equinox, right?
8: It started as um, essentially like inoculated manifesto, um, although over time, and actually all the the so tart noir, which is the black sour, was Solidarity. This was Manifesto. Okay, um, but we found that especially in the case of Solidarity, it's already such a small beer that once you've got wild yeast and bacteria doing their thing in there, it leaves you with like no. Body. i mean it, it smelled great and it looked cool and it tasted good but just so thin so then we started sort of re-engineering those beers so that it's you know to to make tart noir we make a about a 5.8 to 6 percent beer and then let it do its thing similarly with manifesto um we didn't necessarily like some of the character you'd get um as the sort of wild yeast in particular goes through their cycle and work on some of the esters that were left from Manifesto's yeast. It just gets kind of like butyric, kind of kind of poopy. So we've been experimenting with fermenting this, kind of like with the umlaut, like uh, our house ale yeast instead of the Belgian strain, the the twelve seventy two, and really cold, so that it's almost more like a lager. It's already cleaner going into the footer. When we take beer out, we only take half, um, so that's sort of like a Solara, hmm. and putting a putting a cleaner beer back in it seems like it sort of speeds the turnaround time i mean not that we're in a rush but it seems like even after three months the beer's tasting good and kind of ready to do something with rather than waiting six months 12 months and no i think
7: no spices too right, right. yeah, yeah we leave out
8: uh, manifesto has sort of the traditional coriander uh, we do grapefruit uh, zest and lemon zest uh for this one we leave it out um But we may actually go back to using the other yeast because we've also found that after you get past the sort of poop phase, you get
6: uh, (laughs) get
8: some really nice sort of like mango and papaya kind of notes, which I think we achieved in the Zagermeister by actually adding fruit. But at the same time, if you don't have to add fruit, you can get the same thing. Sure. Then maybe do it that way.
3: Just missing the complexity up front. Rather than having to, yeah, add I, I
8: think it was it was a little different. So I mean, pretty much everything we do is always sort of subject to revision. But these ones, and it's harder with these because you make one little change, and then you might wait three or six or twelve months, and then you make another little
2: change and see where it goes. Yeah, uh, I, I hate to do this to you, but can we focus on the poop for a second? And uh, <laughs> and, and here's yes. why: because I, I I just want to talk about it because it. So I'm glad that you said butyric acid. And there's another descriptor sometimes that I, I will use, uh, you know, like fecal or whatever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But n- nobody really likes to talk about that. But it's a goddamn flavor compound that happens in beer.
7: Well, Lee and I both and have babies now. So that's a big part so of our So you know it, right? <laughs> <laughs> poop? Yeah. Well,
8: well, you're also probably yeah. sensitive to the goddamn yeah. smell. However, uh, until they eat solid food, it smells way more like yogurt okay. than poop. Just
2: Which <laughs> would be better, oh. by the way. It's way better. Yeah. But there you are get
7: st- into an incredible amount of detail. Detail about poop uh, aromas when you have babies. Just, <laughs> just putting it out there. I'm sure of it? Which <laughs> I do not so, no, look there, forward
8: to. No, there definitely to. was. You know, like maybe a month or two in after at you know topping up the or you would get this kind of. What,
2: what I mean, it causes it? Is it? It's a byproduct of the
8: wild yeast. I think it's as the, as the wild yeast break down the esters from the other yeast. Okay, you just sort of enter this weird it's this um, intermediary. It's a little phase danger product. zone. Okay. And I mean, it doesn't smell like like vagrant shit on the... No, I agree. <laughs> yeah. It's not like that. This but it, it, it's also not something you want to drink.
2: No, right. and, but it's also for people who don't uh, use flavored... Maybe they're just beer fans. They don't have flavored. flavor sc- They're not always talking about... Sure. They don't even describe it. They don't know how to describe it. They just taste and go, okay, that there's something wrong. That's yeah. yeah. not good. Yeah. But those of us who have heard it before, we go, oh, yeah, it's kind of... Don't be afraid to say it. It's poop. <laughs> it's duty. It's okay. Yeah. But so... Okay, so it starts, but it goes away if you let it keep working is I that think what's happening
8: essentially it gets sort of transformed into those mango
2: okay pia, the sort of tropical yeah. fruit so what you kind just, of time frame are we talking here that you notice this transition
8: i think in the sixth month yeah. range okay. um, more or less like usually it's done i mean it, it's it's hard um
2: so it's going really take some time it,
8: it may not be exactly the same every single time okay um, yeah and even beers that are just bread and no bacteria Sometimes you get that real phenolic like garden hose thing and mm-hmm. other times not so much. Sometimes it goes away fast and sometimes it kinda of lingers. So Yeah.
7: I think it's it's kind of like um you can kind of draw a comparison to like stronger beers or, or beers where there's like fusels and then if you if you give it time, those fusels will break down into esters and, and lower order alcohols so it's not like, you know, burning hot, but it's like warming and a little pleasantly fruity, you know. Kind of like a little bit more round, yeah, and a barley wine kind of kind of that idea, and um but yeah, it's just with the the sour fermentation, the, the the acidic yeah contributions. I mean, I think that's one of the things that has been nice about the way we've we've at least for me, the one of the nice things is that the way we've been able to do our program is that, um, you know, kind of. Letting Lee and, and Eric take over certain realms of of the process, um, it's it's really helpful because we can kind of each focus in on our own, you know, uh, particular areas of interest or, or specialties. Sure, and 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 not kind of be like just to give you a quick example. Like the first time I mentioned yearling earlier, the first time we were making that beer, and it was just kind of a a, a very kind of shoot and aim later kind of a, a scenario where we just put some beer in barrels and see what happens this will be fun yeah um so i think the first time we did that there was like something like 12 wine barrels worth of beer and we could only end up keeping 6 of them 6 we had to dump because it was just like you know
8: well and we, we didn't have air conditioning back okay. then so we had barrels stacked like four high but if it was 80 degrees at the bottom, it was like 100 and something degrees at wow, the top. Wow, yeah. Didn't yeah. even think of so that. So those ones just tasted like, like real fingernail polish. Just like, yeah. just, even to smell it, you just, it's okay. it kind of brutal. You just dump it. Uh, so, yeah, there, I, I don't think there was anything you could do to... Rescue that. that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. There See, one done. of the things that most fascinates me about sour beer, actually all beer, because, uh, you know, take a Pilsner, for example, like when it's fermenting and you smell sulfur and it's terrible, and then later it can be the most refreshing beer you've ever had. I love when beers – I don't know. There's something about them – tasting bad at one point in their life and then turning into something awesome. Yeah, and sour yeah. beer is so much like that where mm-hmm. you can go through these phases where you just go, oh, fuck, what happened? And then, <laughs> and then you wait six months and you go, oh, we nailed it, guys. Good job. <laughs> great. Uh, I don't know. I really like talking about that part of beer. Yeah, oh, and I think it's really
8: gratifying when way later down the road, it's good again and I mean, it's really exciting.
6: Yeah, these, these are know, It's like, definitely. Oh, it was worth the wait. Yeah, yeah, it's
3: definitely a beer that's worthy of the patience, you know, to eventually put into packaging and then, you know, just have this magical product.
2: Right. You but know, th- that's a point too, though. Is it is kind of magical because, like you said, sometimes at the sometimes you are patient and at the end, it's not gratifying at all. You, yeah, you right. go, oh <laughs> damn yeah. it!
7: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I like to think about like just the way that people talk about beer in in a general sense is, you know you You get a lot of the 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 talk about oh it's a it's an art but it's a science and and that kind of interaction which both are true obviously yeah um um and and you know you if you apply it to say cooking you can you can have like a food science trained chef that's totally nerdy and does these crazy things with chemicals and gets food to do things that you've never seen before. Can't even imagine. Yeah. But then you can have grandma's cooking and it's just like, man, you add a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And it's tastes amazing. Yes. And, um, you know, I think kind of, uh, in, in this process too, like, I, I don't know if, if, uh, you know, or if like a lot of people know, Lee is a really talented artist and, and, um, you know, in the, in the visual medium, but also, you know, I feel like that sensibility can apply to the the kind of sensory uh, application of of these things that are less exact, and and you might not have a, a certain definition for, say, like oh, this is a particular mash temperature or a certain pH level, but yeah. you get a sense of of all of the many elements that are interacting to create this final. Um, you know, product or this final, sure. final piece or whatever you want to call it. Um and and so, you know, in that sense, I, I feel like Lee has a good uh understanding of these elements interacting and then just knowing, okay, well, I think we're gonna get to here with this, or yeah. or knowing like we're here <laughs> or we're not sure. here. And kind of <laughs> You know, being in that sense um, steering the, the the ship for these these sort of beers, uh, it's a little bit more. Uh, abstract in a way, I
2: guess, of, of a sense of making beer.
5: Or it's almost like, well, we did this and we got that. Remembering and noticing that, kind of like, you know.
2: Well, I think you get it. So I think a big part of that to me is you get a feel for it. And you and you and yeah. just it's more than just the science of the art, but you actually get a feel for what you're doing. But I do like your parallel to an artist. If, if you're good, I don't know what your medium exactly is, but if it were paint, you know, for example, um, sure, you know that when you put, you know, these two colors together, it's going to make the other color. But there's a whole bunch of in between that that I think is a, you just have to feel it and know it and know what all those different little components do yeah, yeah. which which is perfect for sour beer because there's so many different components, uh, you know well, you do all the the label work
8: uh, and my it. brother yeah. and i he moved, so he used to do all of it, but now sometimes i don't feel like waiting for him to do it, so <laughs> <laughs> some of it uh, so <laughs> like he did that one and actually. We re released Equinox, this is or, really cool. or we're doing it now in, in 375s, and he updated the art for that, and I think it looks actually even way, yeah. way better than that. But one. he
0: did Equinox? That's um, a beautiful label. He yeah. did. Yeah, uh, yeah.
8: I did the Zest, and then we did, uh, we did for Christmas, we did the spear called All Your Oat. I did that one, and I, was, I thought it looked cool. Yeah. Um, you know, so it was fun. It's also really... a nice diversion from. Everything else, I'm really excited
3: man. for uh, for the day trip series. The first release out of that, which yeah. Leroy did, and uh, it's a fantastic
7: label. Well, thank you.
2: You guys have always had good branding, even even since the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm.
7: I mean that thanks, uh, but I think also that that's a you know it's just been the Bukowski boys. I mean, uh, Lee and Andrew came in when we were in the construction phases, and I was still figuring out asses and elbows and, and, um, you know, they were just, you know, homebrewing buddies and guys to be like, Hey, cool. You're doing this. This looks cool. Same with Eric. Like we were all homebrewers at the same time and, and in that same community. Um, but you know, the, it just kind of came in to be like, What are you doing? This looks cool. We can help. Here's what we are good at, and we can do this. And let's. So it was like,
8: yeah, great. Sounds good.
7: Pick up a shovel.
8: Let's get to it. (laughs) Um, Also, we should point out it's actually you guys' fault that we quit like perfectly good day jobs. Because I mean, when I used to commute thirty hour, uh, thirty minutes each way, I listened to like every. At the time, it was like the session and uh, the. Jamil, um, Bruce
7: Strong, oh yeah.
8: Well, no, it was the the classic styles, uh, brewing just the original one, yeah, 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 yeah. Through all of that stuff, and you know, it went from like this cool hobby to like I don't. This is all I want to talk about. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: yeah. figure out a
8: way to do it more.
2: Oh, I'm glad so, we could help uh, or hurt oh, or whatever we did. <laughs> what <laughs> did we do? Tell us in a few years. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't answer that now.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. I think then we knew you Jury's as uh, Brunch-Stage Lee, didn't we? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, where's,
8: uh, where's Dr. Scott? Uh, he was the first that. one that I met out of the whole, yeah, whole crew. Yeah, he
2: had a long weekend. Uh, he's still on. Yeah. Oh, I, did he?
0: I, None I, of us had a long weekend. <laughs>
2: yeah. I know. I called him today, and he's like yeah, I don't have much personality. Nah. I, I've been awake for three days. So. Agustina Baruna.
4: Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah, he spent all weekend with her. Yeah. i gonna
6: go the other way. Yeah.
4: So maybe it's a
0: him. We never actually clarified. Oh, we don't, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. He said, no. I'm gonna go the other way with it." Augustina Baruna. Huh. <laughs> Did you just come out right now? The know,
8: other yeah. way. It's going to go the other way. <laughs> it all makes sense. <laughs> all
2: right, so Somewhere. Equinox and then Zagermeister, right? Am I getting this right? right. So um, Zagermeister is based on Equinox, or at least it started as that.
8: Equinox out of the fooder okay. with pluots uh, and mangoes. Um, I mean, one of the things in general we do with beer is I think we all want a certain sense of balance, like... Maybe that's why we do a 3.8% uh, yeah. lower ABV beers. I like the idea that you can have several and still be functional. So with the sour beers in general, we kind of try to keep them a little more balanced as well. I know it's kind of the American way to, like, take the IPA approach. Like, <laughs> make it, like, so sour that your teeth come out. Melt, and, you know. yeah. um, So out. I think with Equinox especially now, I mean, it, there's... Tartness there, but it's not so sour that it will hurt you. Uh, with Zegermeister we kind of went kind of went the other way. I figured like hopefully we could get some really good sourness out of the pluots, um, which is essentially like a plum. Yeah, you it's really a, get it's a the fancy uh, plum. You really um, get the skins. And then we wanted mango because there's been times in Equinox where we've had really good like strong mango notes. The, I don't think the mango came through so much, but you definitely get from the skin of the pluot. You get. I mean. Can, to comparing the two side by side you definitely get a different sense of like tartness
2: yeah the... like even thinking about biting into the skin of a pluot makes yeah. my mouth yeah. like and, uh, yeah, it it because it has like such a real and it's awesome tartness too even just in the fruit so i know exactly what you mean by in the yeah. be- so you put like whole uh-, uh we kind of cut
8: them in half and then cut them in quarters and we um, like to do things that involve extra work
7: yeah. and a lot more <laughs> possible. Like sensibly be a thing to do. So yeah. yeah. Whatever
0: is so, gonna be extra
7: work. You're like, you know, we, we
2: could be home by six tonight. <laughs> but what if we didn't
0: get home till one AM? So huh, Let's we skin these it. and then put the skins in ten hours afterwards. <laughs> I
3: yeah. think we started at eight. And finish at 5.30 on that day. Okay. Just, then that, but that was just That's straight. Always, I mean, that was that just, straight, that was just straight pure fruiting, fruiting of the yeah, Pouac. Like, I and, came um, in, and
7: these guys were fruiting, <laughs> and I left, and they were fruiting. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, just, I tried not to stay around
2: too long that day because I, I didn't you. want to get sucked into the fruiting. No, you know man. what I mean? No. very diverse. It's how you know. Uh, <laughs> I got meetings at the other end of town.
6: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I'll be back. With all uh, the... Go ahead. Oh, with all the handling of the fruit and cutting it and everything, did you guys
4: sulfite the fruit before adding it or no, just whatever you know what? was didn't on the fruit do, went in? We didn't
8: do anything. We nope. didn't wash the fruit. We just... Oh, we rinsed it. <laughs> but we didn't do anything... <laughs> oh.
2: So he's like, really I, really I didn't wash, wash it, the fruit. Yeah. No, Lee just thrown I mean, it in. No, I didn't even wash my hands. in <laughs> Columbia that morning, and we just... Uh, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know how
7: Rogue did that uh, beard brew? Yeah. yeah Lee was doing the same thing here with the old... Uh, <laughs> the mustache? My hands yeah. are up. Kidding, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, <Yeah>. I'm kidding. <laughs> they really, was No, that. we just kind of right.
8: wanted to see, like, maybe what would come in on the fruit. Yeah. Oh,
7: but the other thing is... I don't know if we mentioned, but Floyd Zager is the the farmer, the the man that actually uh, perfected the the pluot. Okay. And that's why the name is Zager Meister. Zager
8: Meister, -Meister,
7: yeah.
2: Is this, so this is available in bottles for people to buy? It's about to be. Okay. Um,
8: They're pretty much ready to go. This one, bottle conditioned a little different. We used a different yeast, and it behaved a little differently, so we weren't sure.
2: Okay. Um,
8: But it's pretty close to being ready, so...
2: And how did you find out about Floyd Zegermeister? Did you were you just curious where the <laughs> hell this clueot came from? So, you, or uh, is there some
7: connection? Well, uh, so, we our second location, uh, 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 sort of auxiliary to the brewery, is um, is Eagle Rock Brewery Public House, um, which is the restaurant. It's about four miles down the road from the brewery. Oh, cool. And uh, my brother-in-law Jerry is—he's uh, like a, a classically trained chef, um, really talented guy that uh, runs that that kitchen. And so, you know, we we try to go to the farmers market with him as much as possible, and just kind of have fun, and also just kind of see the the interaction. So Lee Lee went over uh, with him a couple of times. It, it's really early in the morning, so it's it's harder for us to kind of get over there. It's like a, that, like
8: but. the legit. Like for restaurants, farmers market. Oh yeah. wow! Not it's not like the weekend. The like, Santa
0: Monica like, farmers market. I'm in my which, yoga pants
8: yeah, and right, I they, need they, to go yeah. buy some lettuce. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. with no churros, my frappuccino
7: no, in hand. Juicy <laughs> yeah. pants. <laughs> yeah. No, this is like dudes fighting over parking spots at six in the morning. But it's, oh like, it's like
8: all. It's like the who's who of like the LA like. Chef Co-edars. like high end scene. Like, wow. I'm like oh, I've seen that
7: guy on TV. Holy <laughs> <laughs> God, that guy. Nice. Oh. But um but but yeah, the yoga so pants. Jerry Jerry told us <laughs> yeah. um Lee was going over there to scout out some some fruits to add to some sour beers and to do some cool projects with. And so Jerry, you know, he Lee was like, Oh, these these look really awesome and these taste great. And uh so Jerry was like, Oh you know, told him about Zager, the the guy that that came up, the farmer that came up with the, the pluat and he's actually still uh, living, breathing, and thriving, and, and still has pluotting. He's still pluotting <laughs> and, and many other fruiting.
0: Um, yeah, but yeah, he's credited with introducing the America people to
2: uh, <laughs> kiwi. The band America is that how yes, he, the <laughs> yeah. he the gave American them film? their first kiwi. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, apparently, he's like had
0: his hands in. A lot of these weird, fucking, strange fruits that we have. He's the fruit. Guy. He's still doing yeah. like '89, and Modesto. Well, what he do you, yeah. he does just he does it, it with <laughs> not just like you know splicing.
7: Plants and stuff, but he takes like a little makeup brush and takes the like a, like a bee, like a big bee, and just <laughs> takes pollen from where, one. Where is that? Does See he work on Chespirito?
6: Ay, <lost> Ay, <laughs>
7: Ay, 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 Dios mío. Wow.
6: Or
2: like uh, the.
6: He's Blind like a, Melon song, he's a B. Yeah, B. B. Yeah, B. yeah,
2: like the the little girl and the he's that but, guy, but yeah, I mean a legend, a legend,
7: legend in the in the produce industry. This guy is like revered as you did as a, as a rock in 1995. <laughs> thank,
6: thank you, 93 actually.
7: I'm
4: gonna stop talking <laughs> now. <laughs>
6: <Okay.
8: Straight>.
4: It's <laughs> great. Is is a, did he just get an apricot and a plum tree to have sex? Is that how a pluot came? But well, don't you know, but, but you, don't just, you, don't,
8: you don't just have them have sex. You gotta like talk, you kind of gotta like warm them oh, up. You gotta, yeah. you gotta, rub you them gotta the to know each other. Yeah, you gotta yeah. I mix mean, up. They, like don't, a they don't just like, you <laughs> know,
2: yeah. you gotta put on some fucking Marvin Gaye, wine and dine Yeah, okay, you gotta get out yeah. your you makeup brushes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. okay, smell the flower and the smell it. Yeah, good, good. good. Now we're about the leaves. Nice, You guys look good together. You should come over to this tree over
2: here. Yeah. You guys should make some fruit. Uh,
6: <laughs>
2: right now, he's uh, developing an app.
6: Uh, <laughs> they pollinate
2: left, swipe right this the guy. Yeah, it's gonna be open good. Open pollination. Yeah. So both of these beers are are awesome. The Zagermeister is way my speed. Awesome. Uh, such a mm-hmm. great fruit flavor in there. The right amount of. Uh, I know you're you're, you're you, before we of course interrupted you. You started talking about like the a little more balance and not just so much in your face but this is very tart like i like it yeah this one is and, but it's more not ripping like the enamel off my teeth like
8: the idea was to, you know we knew well or we hoped that the the pluots themselves would add some tartness and yeah. then adding more sugar back maybe would kind of Wake everything back up that was in there, get a little more fermentation, get drier, maybe you know lower the pH a little bit.
2: Which it did, um, all of those things?
8: The, you know, I don't feel like we got a ton out of the mangoes, but also it was the end of the season. And the mangoes, most of them, we got, like, seconds, which is cool because they would probably go in the trash anyway. So not only is it cheaper, but you're able to, like, use some fruit that otherwise nobody really wants. Um, but a lot of them were, like, hard as rocks, man. Yeah. They, I don't mm. Well, um, we had, to, we had the
3: spectrum. It was there were some were hard as rocks, and there were some that you could just like squish with your yeah. Those were awesome. Hands. You could just oh. squish it right into the <laughs> right into right. the processor. Yeah. <laughs> nice. um,
8: so I, you know, I wouldn't mind if we got a little more mango out of it, but you know, we'll do it again and sure. get different mango.
2: Well, it's there. I mean, I definitely taste the mango, and mm-hmm. um, that, just the the tartness. I'm saying is just right from the, from the Thank pluot, too. Thank so you. I really like that. Uh, good to know. I keep the skins. Make sure the skins yeah, go in there. I, I
8: think that's the best. That's the part that you really want.
2: So those you cut up and just threw in the pluets. Well, we, we
8: brought like a small food processor, so cut it up enough to get the, uh, ah. the
2: pits out or the
8: pit Spit, Yeah, the pin, stone, um, whatever. And then we figured by pureeing it, maybe we could speed the process up slightly. I mean, if it was a whole chunk, then it's going to be that much longer to kind
6: of
3: yeah. fall
8: apart in the barrel. So. Well, just
3: from the standpoint of um, getting it into the barrels...
8: Well, there's that too. Oh, I (laughs) see. The opening is only so big. Yeah. Good Uh,
2: point. Okay. To get it all chopped up or pureed. All right. At what size uh, food processor are we talking about? Just like, my, like kitchen? my wife's yeah, okay. um, that
8: I took without asking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're right. hope she's yeah. not listening right now.
8: <laughs> I brought it back cleaner than when we got it.
5: You know? Okay. So, did burn out the motor? Yeah, no, harm no, no, no. Just
8: kind of went and like bursts. Um, yeah. The pub has like one of those awesome Robo-Coups, but yeah. they needed it, so I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't use it.
2: Wait, so let me get this, we skipped over that sort of quickly. You have a restaurant now. Yep. So Eric still has to shovel 2,000 pounds of <laughs> right. uh, grain out. But you have you have a your. Uh, uh, what was the next beer we're going to
6: do? I think we're going yeah. right? we yeah. we we to keep show
3: moving,
8: right? we got to move on here. Commercial yeah. break? I think it's yeah. yeah. time for a break, yeah. yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> was the restaurant your idea? A lot of brewers I know, uh, you either start as a brew pub or you never have. Like, a restaurant's a whole other animal. Boy.
7: Yeah, I mean, the original idea was actually to have a brew pub. Um, I see. But, you know, I, my dad and I both uh, just kind of resigned to the fact that we didn't know shit about the restaurant industry or any of that. And, yeah. And, you know, what we knew about was beer, and that's what we wanted to, to do. Sure. sure. Well,
5: then your lovely wife, Ting, Ting, didn't she know about the restaurant business? Oh, right. Yeah, right. There yeah,
7: yeah. So she she has uh, – her family has owned restaurants in, in South Florida for – probably about 30 years. Um, wow. And uh, yeah, her mom finally just retired uh, like about two years ago. Um, but yeah, so, so they grew up in the restaurant restaurant industry, but you know, in the early stages um, she was m- Ting. my wife was still doing her day job because she had to pay the bills hmm. and, and the brewery's bills when we,
6: <laughs> 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 right, a lot of bills, you know, uh, All of the bills.
7: And, and because I, I just had to completely quit the the day job and, and, um, focus on the brewery. So, um, so yeah, anyways, to to not get too sidetracked, I guess your question was about the the restaurant. Um, that was the original idea. And then we kind of abandoned that, um, kind of quickly after realizing the, the startup cost for that. And also the, the, just the risk, like we don't know about this, but we know about beer. So let's at least make beer. And we can talk to people about beer and yeah. be intelligent about it and and that. So, um, so yeah. Then after you know being open for a, a number of years and and feeling some level of success, you know, we decided. Well, and uh, also it kind of coincided with with my brother in law Jerry sort of coming of age and graduating from um, from culinary school. And already having uh, uh, some experience in, in good kitchens around the country. He worked for uh, Momofuku Sambar oh, for wow. David Chang over in New York. He worked for uh, Thomas Keller at Bouchon up in um, up in Yountville. Um, That's great. Worked for a, a Del Dado Winery pretty nice uh winery up up in napa doing del taco they're catering yeah del tacos we have a winery now by the way yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's amazing Um, screw top it's great sangria it's awesome And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and then down for uh son of a gun down in la for for a while um uh from john and Vinny. uh those those guys are the owners of that place so so yeah it's kind of like that kind of uh, coincided and then this amazing building that we had had our eye on for years. Mm. Back before the brewery even opened, we thought this would be great if someone could put a brewery in this building. Yeah. And um, (laughs) so that, you know, dumb (laughs) dumb luck or whatever, we just like it was on the market and we're like, let's go for it. Um, The original idea was to put a small brew house in the back of that building. Okay. And it just proved to be... So we have the restaurant operating in the front half of the building and then getting the, the permitting and, and the entitlements for the, the brewing side, which I don't know, maybe someday we'll feel like we have the the money and patience to deal with it. Okay. Um, but we just felt like,
2: man, it's not now we, we can't. So L.A. It. is still very difficult to deal with. Because I remember you had a lot oh, yeah. of difficulty right. even with the first location. You guys are the
5: master yeah. of the conditional use permit. Uh,
7: right? Well, I, I, thought, I, would, yeah, uh, I wouldn't call us the masters. I'd call us the slaves.
2: <laughs> <That's> right, right. <laughs> yeah. But I would have thought you've already laid that groundwork. Do they not know you enough yeah, by yeah. now right. that uh, it's
7: still the you same? You know, now. it just it doesn't matter. I, I mean, they don't okay
8: yeah. Yeah. L.A. is yeah. such a... Uh, you look at like Torrance or Monroe. I mean, look how many Austin breweries are in Torrance now.
2: Okay, yeah. I mean, and, and yeah, and, the... The leaders of that city actually speak
7: up and say, and Anaheim too. Like the mayor of Anaheim is, he's a huge fan of the the Noble Brewery and, you know, those guys. He's really proud
8: to, to. Which makes awful beer. (laughs) <laughs> terrible. Was i worst. was just
2: thinking that the guys have it's shitty terrible. personalities. <laughs> 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 so, I am. Mean,
8: yeah, so strike two.
7: Wrestles, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, at least the mayor's rooting for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah Brosif, Thank God. You know, there's always flies landing. On I there. mean, <laughs> they're this close to a strike three, but um, <laughs>
2: right. So far, they're okay. But yeah, you know, I
7: mean, that's that's the trouble with the city of L.A. It's sort of like they're not suddenly going to go. Oh yeah, you guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, they, so, yeah. <laughs> we get it now. We get it. It's we just, get
8: remember. A huge it's just bureaucracy, like, and everybody. Take a number. Is, everybody. Everybody is good at making themselves look important to this bureaucracy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, any little tiny thing you try to do, they're like, nope. Nope. nope.
7: I mean, nope. honestly, what a shame. This building sort of seduced us back to working with the city of LA because we were just so <laughs> done. <dumb>. We're like.
6: <laughs>
2: No, next
7: Never. location, no. Yeah. Nope,
2: nope. And then we're like,
7: oh, it's so pretty. This is so <laughs>
2: nice. It's open now, the restaurant?
7: The restaurant is open. We're going to uh, – we're in the process, and we're almost completed with uh, putting the, the back half of the building into use as the the site of the woodworks project that Lee was talking about. Okay. And that's uh, what he's sort of shepherding over is is the barrel aging – But out of the brew house and kind of trying to get that free up some space there. Yeah. It seems like the last two years or so, we've just every expansion project, we've been like, here's what we're going to do. And then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
6: <laughs>
0: Sounds like B and A eleven
6: planning
0: <laughs> and ten and nine and eight. We you know what we should do. Fuck, Fuck it.
6: <shit. laughs>
7: yeah, it happens though. So, well, I'm uh, out of uh, superstition. I'm just not going to talk about
2: the next
6: expansion.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to do this. We're going to take another quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll taste some more beer. We've got another side by side to do with Zess, right? The yeah, other Z beer. The um, and then uh, you were talking about Tart Noir. We have that to try. Uh, we got a few things left to do. So hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back with Eagle Rock. You're listening to the Brewcasters, the Brewcasters. on the Brewing Network. With over 20 years of experience making world-class craft beer and more than 100 gold medals in international competitions, Moylan's Brewing Company is not just a pretty face in craft beer. Just ask Brendan Moylan. What do we got here? The beer
4: of the hour. Moylan's, gotta love that big M. It's like a sign of awesomeness. It's got an extra kick to it. Let's pour this bad boy. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, Moilins. The end of the night when the kids are finally in bed, the wife's in bed, <laughs> nobody's bothering your ass anymore. That's Moylan's time. Moilens is for you. Yeah. It's to help you out. Yeah. It helps me out. What? Well, because it's freaking awesome.
1: Northern California brewed. It's brewed with love. With love. Oh, yeah.
4: Tremendous. And it's always best where? we got to try it. On tap at Moylan's in Novato. They're friggin' awesome! Not only because I own the brewery, because I love the beer.
2: Cheers! Boom! Kilt Lifter Scotch Ale takes big beers to a whole new level with rich malt balanced perfectly with delicate hops and now comes in four-pack Tallboy cans so you can take the party on the go. Or come to the brewery, take a tour, and try any of Moylan's fresh creations right from the source. Check them out at moylands.com
1: when I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones, no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Program. Certified beer server, certified Cicerone, and master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect
4: pint. Hey, this is Brandon from Drake's Brewing Company here to talk to you about our Hop Chef Champion Brewer Competition. Hop Chef Champion Brewer Competition. 15 awesome California breweries are joining us on Saturday, April 16th from 2 to 5 p.m. at Drake's Dealership in Uptown Oakland. Each brewery is bringing a tasty brand new beer made with a randomly selected unique ingredient, including everything from ginger to juniper berries. Tickets are just $25 and include a collectible glass, a punch card to try all six Team Brews Chef competition. and you the beer drinker gets to decide the winner. Saturday, April 16th, we bring the beer, you be the judge and see who will be crowned the next Hop Chef champ. For more information, check out DrinkDrakes.com.
1: brewer whether for yourself or as a gift when you subscribe or resubscribe from the brewing network homepage you directly support programs like this get a great magazine and support the brewing network subscribe to brew your own right from the brewing network.com grog tags aren't just for labeling your home brews to hand out to your friends they're the perfect way to round out your personal brewing marketing Bringing your latest beer to a funeral? Craft a metal sign to go with it. Heading out to Little Liam's Bar Mitzvah? Grog Tag custom bottle caps are awesome. Couldn't get out of jury duty this year? Grog Tag the hell out of the deliberation room with reusable labels. Grogtag has an awesome array of products just waiting to be customized by you. Metal signs, coasters, tasting mats, bottle caps, tap handles. It's all there waiting for your designs at Grog Tag. Liven up your next part with the widest selection of custom products ever offered by a sponsor of the Brewing Network. Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rash fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California, and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at HopTech.com. Tampa Bay has become a great destination for craft beer lovers with more than 60 breweries and counting, like Cigar City, Tampa Bay, and Copper Tail Brewing. One of the newest breweries is Four Stacks Brewing Company in Apollo Beach, Four Stacks believes that the West Coast can't have all the fun. So while we feature West Coast beer like Stone, Ballast Point, and Green Flash on tap, we also brew hopped-up ales to our liking in the West Coast style, even as they're truly Florida. Come in and see for yourself. Four Stacks hosts monthly homebrew club meetings, bottle shares, and partners with local restaurants for free food delivery while you enjoy your pint in their new tap room. Stop by Four Stacks Brewing and support the greater Tampa Bay craft beer scene at a brand new community oriented independent brewery four stacks brewing bringing the best of the west coast style and attitude four stacks brewing company in apollo
2: beach florida you're listening to the brewing network because like beer radio shouldn't suck Okay, so welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. We have the boys from Eagle Rock in the studio, which is a lot of fun because we are getting some killer beer out of this. I don't have to drive home tonight, so I'm even more excited about that. I just doubled up. I ordered a a Happy Hops from Russian River to go alongside my Eagle Rock beers.
7: I Um, got to just comment on that whole thing. Isn't it kind of awesome that we're in this, like, Phase of good beer right now that it's like you can be like, Oh, I just ordered a Happy Hops from Russia <laughs> River, and I'm having a you know, like, yeah, this awesome, like, <laughs>
2: I agree with crazy,
7: you, crazy, light, hoppy, delicious beer from Altamont, and you know, like, just, yes. This-
2: It's awesome. I'm happy. So half the time I feel super blessed that we're in the location that we are in the Bay Area because there are so many great breweries. So I, I know that there are still parts of the country that don't have quite that many. But we are still just in a great time for craft beer because almost every part of the country has some sort of great beer happening where you just go, you know, even if it's not made locally, just craft beer in general. Yeah, I agree with you. And you know what's weird is there's so much negative talk right now because of the buyouts and because of how many breweries are opening and all of that. But sometimes we forget to just go. But wait a second, we're in like the best time ever for ever. beer, absolutely in ever. history.
7: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was thinking about this um, actually just this morning, oddly enough, um, as I was bouncing my baby, trying to get him to go back to sleep. <laughs> I was thinking about beer. <laughs> yeah. <recognized. laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was, I was, um, I was thinking about because I, I was just recently interviewed. Um, And specifically, the, the interviewer is asking me about, you know, the beer scene in L.A. and kind of all the buyouts and Golden Road and all this. And was it good or bad? And, you know, I just the more I thought about it after the fact, I thought of what I should have said would have been great. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, but, no, I was just thinking about how, you know, I don't know necessarily if it's good or bad but more than that it it sort of demonstrates just the maturity of the industry that we're in yeah and uh you know i was just kind of thinking about it in the sense of like um like the music industry and and drawing those parallels to like when you you know you get into a a certain band or certain scene and you're like oh this is really cool it's underground and nobody knows about it um yeah, I mean, when I first moved out to L.A., I was really into the rave scene and, like, going to these, eh, what? Eh, Club.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Big, like, shocker,
6: right?
2: yeah. yeah, so Sorry. almost opened an ecstasy pub, but Yo. instead I went. Shakespeare's <laughs> called India, and it would have been yep. craft ecstasy, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Come on, guys. All All Is
7: Molly that what really you For a I sellout. Know. No, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I used to, maybe, I, I don't. No, i thought i could um but yeah so like the whole underground thing was was cool because you were like oh i'm part of this thing and not you know nobody knows about it but it's really cool and my friends that are into it like we're we're getting you know we're kind of really pushing it and you know yeah. you, you kind of you get into your own world absorbed and uh i i kind of feel like that's what we've collectively done as a industry or as a A subsection of an industry sort of this underground beer industry yeah craft beer and and we've kind of proudly worn that badge of like craft as being underground or alternative or whatever you want to call it and then you know now you know the big guys are of course you know wrangling that under their 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 guys and kind of saying well we have craft too and (laughs) now craft is a segment that is part of the grocery scan data yeah. that, you know, the big industry in general, pharmaceuticals and, and, you know, big McDonald's, you know, McDonald's, potato <laughs> chips, all those big things is, so we're part of that now. Right. And it's just sort of, I think the acceptance that we are part of a mature industry and the, the sort of identity crisis of like, you know, we still want to be the cool, independent uh alternative you know scene and and we still are as much as we want to be, but sure. but just kind of acknowledging that well yeah, you know, the adults
2: are now aware of what we're doing. And they think it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Right. uh, Or that you had to act a little bit bit like an adult to go further as well. And by you, I mean all of you in the craft beer. Collectively. Our company, too, I think. I actually really like, I've been reading that word maturity a a lot recently because of what's happening in craft beer. And I really like it. I like it for two reasons. For one, because I just think it's accurate. And two, I used to think, don't go into business unless you know everything that you're doing. Right. But that's not what we did in the crap beer industry. It's not what I did with the Brewing Network. And I always felt like, well, that's because I'm slow and dumb. But it, it, <laughs> but a lot of things that end up where they end up, people didn't know what the fuck they were doing in the well, beginning. You and that's never okay. Do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. Are you, right, or you maybe yeah. never do it. And so I, it sort of feels a little bit validating that it was okay that I went in blindly and that, that maybe sure. you went in blindly. and that, But because we were passionate enough and and maybe in some cases smart enough, but probably in most cases just hardworking just enough. Just dumb enough. We're dumb enough, <laughs>
6: yeah. Uh, we,
2: we actually did take cues from other business, and we watched what was happening, and so we did mature. And so now you see these little companies like Ballast Point or Alesmith, I think, is a really cool example. Uh, there's, a, there's a hundred great examples of these people who really matured as business people, too, and took craft like to this whole other level, right? And, yeah, that, I mean, and yeah. that had to happen. Otherwise, you know, we were always just going to be the garage band, and how long would that really last? Right. Yeah. So uh, there's still that aspect of it, which is cool, but we had to mature, and I just really like it. I think it's a very accurate term for what ha- what's happening to craft beer, and it makes me kind of proud of the people in it. Like some of these guys I've known for 10 years, they were totally, in yeah. their garage like I was in my garage, and now they're opening you know, 200,000-square-foot uh, breweries.
7: Yeah, I look think at, that's cool. Look at Sully, like Sully, dude. Oh, Jesus! That place oh, is yeah, insane. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, right? It's
2: yeah. insane. Sully is a perfect example of that of what I mean. I'm really proud of these guys because I just feel like shit. Look what you've done, you know, by yeah. paying attention and, and growing.
7: Well, I think too, like just kind of collectively, you know, it's important for us to all acknowledge that it's part of this, and it's not like we can't sit here and poo poo it for too long. Like, man, we're no, we're we're Standing alternative on our own here, it's like right. no, and it, you know when, when Ballast Point is making these beers that's now owned by you know Corona effectively, and sure. and putting them in cans and putting them in grocery stores or whoever it is that's you know Sam Adams is doing this and that and now doing these these craft basically smearing off ice. But craft, mm, putting a craft
6: dice, craft dice, right. so,
7: yeah. I love craft, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, I just, I think it's like you can, and everyone's. There's certainly going to be the people that poo-poo it for a, a you know, forever.
2: Like there's, and just, there will be negative aspects of it. But yeah. I think uh, thus far, uh, the overall impact is. I'm just proud of these guys. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree. think it's a cool I mean, thing but, to see. But
5: I think uh, traditional craft is just a uh, element, and it's still here. You're, you're that. Uh, it's just a, it's a something looking for a name. People threw India out there. I don't know what that has to do with it. But I like original uh, microbrewer. You know, you are like like a too. small-time yeah. brewer. Yeah. You know, micro, you know p- microbrewers make craft. So does big craft. Well, it might be akin
7: to as well, like, like if you're drawing the comparison to music like punk. Like, you know, punk at the time it was developing was just an anti... It was a counterculture thing. It was, let's do things that are... Not what are established, and let's shock people, and 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 you know, in a way, craft beer is was that, or you know, whatever you want to call it now, you know, craft. I, I guess. It's not your dad's beer.
5: Right. No, not have beer, dad's
7: Right, beer. Yeah. unless it's that root beer.
5: But then the other thing too is <laughs> no, it still uh, isn't your dad's. Oh, beer right. it's still Not, not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so,
7: Even they that. But like, yeah, so. I've been at festivals recently where the the people coming up to to on the other side of the jockey box are like. They don't know what I'm talking about when I say Bud Light or Coors. They're like, and I'm like, are you serious? They're like, I've never had Bud Light. And you're like, I know. How amazing is that? (laughs) They're like, no, my dad drank, you know, Sam Adams and Sierra Nevada. It's crazy. By the way,
2: I'm 10 and I don't (laughs) need (laughs) beer. Mine is crazy. (laughs) Anyway, sorry to. Was that your baby that we're talking about? (laughs) Yeah,
6: yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, by the way, I've had the Brewing Network on Pro Brewer for six months at three hundred fifty dollars, and no one's no one's buying it.
6: <laughs> I don't know what's happening.
2: The whole the thing, thing or just one share. The whole thing. Yeah. yeah like, did yeah, you I mean, put it on honestly, as, as market as craft craft bottomed yeah. out? <laughs> really bottomed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
7: I think you got to put it on as Craft Brewing Network, then it'll really maybe micro that's the Brewing micro 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 Network. Yeah, indie yeah. Brewing. Yeah. Indie no. Micro. No. Network?
2: This is all marketing. You're right. Change it. All right. So we have two more beers in our glass, and I believe there are two versions of of Zest, right? So, yeah. uh, what is this?
8: Uh, we did it as our uh, anniversary beer this year. Uh, uh, we yum. share an anniversary with Strand and Ladyface. So, originally the idea was to get everybody to sort of brew a similar beer, and then, like, what do we blend them together, or how do we? Uh, and it I, it was a little tricky. Essentially, we ended up brewing uh, Ladyface brew one. Strand had just. Uh, Undergone a huge uh, expansion, so they the yeah they <laughs> yeah. couldn't <laughs> it's uh, okay if they touch they couldn't produce a beer, um, but they came up and you know helped out when we brewed. But essentially, it's a, a golden strong, and the idea was to release the clean version in kegs and then the sort of dirty version with Brett in bottles. Okay, um, I don't think the breaded version. I mean, it's not where we want it to be yet. Um, I've had it yet. I've had some where there's a lot of bread in the nose not so much in the uh, in the mouth yet In this particular case i don't think there's a huge distinction the sweetness is sort of different between the two but it's not really
2: like, you know it, it's it, bread it, it's there yeah it, in the I, I mean but it's not heavy in a
8: perfect world i wanted yeah. to sort of have that like orval like where you yeah. open it and you're like oh it's, this it's is a good one it, you know? okay um so it's not there yet but the idea was maybe you buy a couple and you on the label, it says "try it in like six days, six weeks, six
2: months." So that happens um, in the bottle, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so the Brett was oh. only add, uh, added yeah, in the bottle. Yeah. Well, technically,
8: okay. there's a couple kegs that we we did, but
2: yeah, we held on. But I there's no Brett in the fermenter, it, right? It was right, just, right. just like
8: we uh, did the clean beer and then inoculated that tank with Brett, and then did a little bottling run. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully, uh, as it continues to age, it just sort of gets. Better and better and better.
2: Is this on the shelf for people now? People can buy this. It is the it is. zest. Okay, uh, are you only in California or yeah? Okay, Northern California too. Yeah, yeah, you are. a little right. bit
3: mm-hmm. draft, a little bit draft yeah. primarily. Yeah, up here. yeah. newly okay. up here. Yeah,
2: yeah. So we can get you guys all the time here at the hop grenade on draft. You could. Oh, sweet. That's true. Yeah, I love that. All right. So both of these, I think, are awesome beers. I like that the Brett's a little subtle right now. I think it's good advice to keep it and, and try it at different intervals because right was, now it's yeah. already good. Oh, I'd yeah. love to see what happens in a few months. That
3: was part yeah. of the fun and the idea of the beer.
8: I mean, I, you know, I definitely wanted to get a little sort of not necessarily drier, but that sort of perception of like a little drier, a little more leathery, like not super funky weird, but just like a little more of all like mm-hmm. um, so I think there's
0: I'll, enough of those super yeah. funky weird beers <laughs> <laughs> I
6: mean, there's, there's, and, and, yeah
0: you know I, I don't think there's enough of the of the beers
2: that have a, a, a lighter bread to it well, I'll tell you, the, the non-Bret version of the Zest, just the Belgian Golden Strong, is one of the best Golden Strongs I've had in a very long time. Uh, thank, thank you very much. Yeah, you don't like Belgian I, think, beers. I do not like yeah. Belgian beers very much. And the Golden Strong, I the guess, Belgian style it's thought. one that I, I can drink on occasion, but it yeah. still tends to be a little too estery for me, a little yeah. too strong, yeah. uh, for that matter. Or
5: sweet, but this is mostly dry. But sweet. this yeah. is none of
2: those
6: things.
3: Yeah, this is uh, this is... Our house strain. Okay. Our house. Our,
4: well, sorry. No, well, 3655. We, we manifesto. manifesto.
8: Oh, okay. For Belgian so it's, house it's strain. It's not really okay. a beer yeast. Well, we could go back to that, too. Um, it's a Belgian it's shelled.
7: It's like a, the Antwerp strain. Yeah, the uh, Y-yeast 3655. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it, it actually it responds great to uh, temperature changes in it. Yeah. And it, it flocks. Yeah. I mean, it does what you want great. it to do. Okay. You know, production-wise, everything. Yeah. We Did you in, filter
2: this beer? because yep. it's clean. Yep. I mean, oh, it's, so
3: yeah, it was biofine. Okay. Uh, we use biofine for any of our beers that we want clear. Uh and then we split the batch into two. So this is a 30 barrel batch we split it into two fermenters. And the one that we were going to use for the uh for the bottle conditioned version, that's the one that ended up getting dosed with uh the bread. Okay. Brett C. Brett C. So, it was 1 liter of Brett C for 15 barrels.
2: Got it. And what temperature did you ferment the the zest the, the base it Does actually the,
3: started at about uh 64 65 and we let it ramp up and uh yeah it's super clean yeah How How hot what did was you let the, it go? Uh,
7: it's nice and what was the original uh, the original gravity on on the just zest in general was it like 20 it wasn't even that high i mean it was about
8: 19 okay yeah. Oh, 18 oh, to 19. It wasn't that high. It, was, oh my
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminds me of why I like Society's Belgian Pale so much. Yeah, those are so oh yeah, super clean. It's that they're so clean, but you, I get enough of the Belgian flavor, yeah, you know, a profile right. that I like. It's just that if it goes even a little farther, it's too much for me. Well, so that's it's thing, not it's, smacking you in the face. I think yeah, it yeah. goes
8: to the idea of, like, American IPA. It's like, yeah, yeah Belgian beers have, you know, phenols and esters. But if you look at the sort of more classic examples, they're not that over the top. It's I, like it's the American yeah, thing. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well shit, let's ferment it at eighty right. and yeah, like let's yeah. make it yeah. really bring yeah. it yeah. to yeah. eleven. So Manifesto
3: we we ferment that at sixty eight and we actually use this also in Unionist, which is our Belgian pale ale. It's our February seasonal. And we drop that down to sixty two and it is Fantastic! It's like it's super clean. clean. It's not overly phenolic. It's a fantastic yeast strain. It's
2: amazing what a few degrees will do. This yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, Antwerp stream, right? You're
5: talking about? The yeah, Antwerp? Yeah. You yeah. Said
7: yeah. Thirty-seven right. yeah. 55, or uh, like that? 36 fifty-five. Thirty-six fifty-five. Nerds. 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 <laughs> I got to say too, like, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the the, the we with Manifesto specifically, like we played around. My original homebrew uh, recipe for that beer and the the versions that we converted to to the bigger size initially at Eagle rock was uh, we used two yeast strains and it was uh, a Cezanne yeast strain, which originally was Cezanne Dupont and then it was uh, the Whitbeer strain um, but we had you know we had. Issues with that, obviously. Everybody has issues with the saint yeah. DuPont. consistency, yeah. yeah. because mm-hmm. you're not DuPont. right yeah. well
5: yeah. But you know what? Well, they're I mean, inconsistent well, too. We,
7: we
6: don't have all the other the yeast. The thing that are is, in I talked, right. yeah, yeah, right. I
7: talked to the, uh, the lab techs from uh, from Yeast who were, you know, Owen at the time he was still with with Yeast. He was like incredibly helpful, and he was like, he was like, dude, honestly, like we, when we selected that strain to, to sell commercially. Like, we cultured it from, from the bottle, and uh, I hope I'm not giving too much
6: information I mean. here. <laughs> <laughs> <No one laughs> anyway.
7: The red yeah. phone um, is going off. Yeah. These are not the yeast cells you're looking for. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was like, you know, the, the, the strain that we selected was for flavor, but he's like, there was probably 15 oh. different morphologies in that yeah, bottle, wow. and it was to finish the beer. Like, those were for attenuation. Like, the one that we yep. selected hmm. to sell was... Specifically for flavor. So even saison DuPont, like, according yeah. to, you yeah. know, what's in the bottle is not just yeah. that strain. Like, it's they not like they're blend. just inventing with that single strain. So. Okay. Um, no wonder, you know, they struggle with it, too, apparently. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: not just us. Yeah. The, struggle's real. <laughs> the,
6: struggle, is real. the sure. struggle
5: is real. The struggle is real. So it does take more than one yeast sometimes to get the bigger trend to make.
6: Yeah
2: funny to me that your two favorite beers are your very low-alcohol beer and a somewhat high-alcohol beer, right? What's the ABV right. on this one? My two favorite beers from you, I should say. Uh, this was but. 8%. It's eight percent. Yeah, no, there you go. That's nice too that it's not a ten percent Belgian Golden strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well,
3: was, yeah. I think Although, actually it ended up being about like eight and a third, eight, and a f- eight point four. But you okay.
4: know, now I don't like it. <laughs> 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 no, that yeah.
6: The worst. No, yeah. Too much, Eric. You <laughs> fucked it up. Yeah, yeah. I used Sorry. to like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but that was the
3: idea. It was yeah. like we just wanted to make a beer that was. You know, again, balanced in the scheme of the Belgian Gold Strong. And we did the Belgian Gold Strong because it was our sixth anniversary. Yeah. You know, Duval and the whole 6-6, six, six, you know, six that whole idea. <laughs> 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 nice. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we just wanted to do something that was more our style, more balanced and not going over the top with the, with the beer.
7: You killed it. But also Thank su- you. Thank also you. very subversive as is our style. okay. Yeah. I, I <laughs> can Just see a little, this. little bit of bread and you know. Yeah, I like yeah. it. <laughs> oh,
8: I think
6: he
7: Also,
8: I don't it.
2: like having headaches. Ah, yeah, agreed. Right. Well, and then, so one the one thing I
8: don't like is
0: fucking headaches. <laughs> Man. Yeah.
2: So, the interesting thing about that is a, a Belgian Golden Straw, a, a Duval is Doc's favorite hangover beer. In fact, awesome. he brings Duval by the case to, oh. to oh, Burning, yeah. Man. Burning Man. Right. <laughs> because for five fucking days we have hangover. Like one long hangover. Yeah. Room. And so, but it's funny, you should mention that. Like, uh, uh, if it's too, um, is it phenolic when it's the, the alcohol or is it, uh, it's not ester, is it? It's Fusally. Fusally, Fusally, thank yeah. you. Harsh. Uh, yeah, you get the headache and the yeah. whole thing. My favorite so, Italian dish. Uh, He's it's the, it's <laughs> silly, yeah. uh, so it is a great style for for hangovers. I might have to bring us a case of this this year.
6: We, could, yeah, uh, sweet. Well, we, we can, can arrange that. That, and, that
2: would be. Yeah. I think it'd be a very nice because we just sit in the RV from 10 a.m. till 1 p.m. You know,
6: it's,
4: it's going
3: it's it's
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. to develop character while you're there if it's that uh, hot.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the bread <laughs> yeah. will act fast. Yeah, everybody
7: take cover. Right. By the way, I don't know if you guys picked up on that. I always well, our we have a lot of nicknames at the brewery and, and uh, Good. I like this. Uh-huh. So Eric's nickname is Nando. Okay. You know um, like Nando Calrizian? Yes.
2: That's what I'm saying. It must be
7: Calrizian, right?
6: Wait. Um,
3: uh, yep. My oh, middle, name middle name is Hernando, which is my grandfather's name. But we can't
8: be okay. troubled to pronounce all those syllables. <laughs> right. It no. takes
0: too much time. We're about, lazy.
6: About
8: yeah. So Nando.
0: I like, I like Eric. <laughs> Eric. Eric Nando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, it's a different
0: silly. type of lazy.
7: It's so <laughs> silly JP. Yeah. Well, then, and Lee's <laughs> obvious... Nickname is Leroy. I mean, it used yeah. to be so Murder Face, though, when his hair was longer.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> any fans any like of the, the Metal, Metalocalypse series?
0: <laughs> Metalocalypse. Dude, please show them your ID just just to get a, a view. <laughs> oh. Is there a camera for the viewers? Of- yes, yeah, 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 right. Here's a camera.
2: Let me check that. it first. Uh, <laughs> oh, Leroy's Leroy murder, murder Face. Base. Holy cow. Vivo, yeah. what camera are you on? Are you on the guest cam? Can the we. Show is, uh, can I, I know I'm trying like to. Let's see. With, Hold your go. finger. There we We got a good picture of Murder Face. Uh, based on Bebo's addresses. His
6: addresses. Face, yes, we do. <laughs> um pull back just a little bit because it's out of focus. Uh, Do you want a debit card? There oh, there you go. Yeah, hold it Not like that. that far back. You should give uh, some uh, tax ID information. That's, that's better. <laughs> Is it so it better?
7: See, you see the nickname. I love it. And why we, we couldn't continue to call him Murder Face after he cut his hair. Or, actually, it was after his hair grew too long, we couldn't... cut. Call- no longer call him Murderface. It was just um, right there in that moment. It, it was a he, moment in time. as a perfect, perfect <laughs> ripe fruit
4: <laughs> in time. He murder on comedian? tours, would he introduce himself as, hi, I'm Murderface? <laughs> He'd be like, oh, shit. He
6: would <laughs> introduce He's himself, and, and we
2: would all say, no, 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 oh, this, this is, is yeah. Murderface. Yeah, right. he, got a, he got a few oh, he Ron, Ron he got uh, right. I think it was oh, yeah. about
3: four Ron Swansons on uh, Saturday at the cruise yeah.
2: mm-hmm. Everybody
8: yeah. who wasn't giving him shit for that hat.
2: That was ballsy. The day before opening. Hey,
0: I'm a fan, man. Uh, Eric has a uh, LA Dodgers hat on, and uh, apparently, this
4: is uh, Padres territory. Where are we? I
0: don't
2: know where we are. <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah. He's as dumb as him. <laughs> he is as dumb as him. <laughs> uh, nice. uh, all right. So the restaurants open. People can go there now. Is the tasting room still at the original brewery? Could yep. you go there and and, and that's
7: uh, yes, yeah. The tasting room is still there um, in our uh, unfortunately small sized brew brew house and uh, tasting room space. But it's still there. Um, you have a nice tasting room. I remember being very nice. It's a nice yeah. Size. yeah, it's nice. It's size. nice well, size. you know, it's really funny because when we when we started out, we kind of figured let's let's. But all the tasting rooms we had been to at breweries were sort of just right next to the tanks. And it was sort of like an afterthought in a way. And we thought, let's do something that's more akin to the, like the wine tasting rooms we've gone to, like in Santa Ynez or, you know, th- those areas. Um, yeah. And so that's why we did the tasting room as we did. Um, but but now, you know, as as breweries are opening up and, and everybody's kind of, the, the culture is is advancing collectively exponentially
2: it's maturing, it's maturing, maturing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. exponentially
7: <laughs> you know our, our our little our little uh, humble tasting room is suddenly in a, you know it's 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 like no longer uh, sufficient it's sort of like you guys only have 8 beers on tap oh no yeah. oh, okay well uh, well, we'll yeah. Get a few here. What are you new? I know. Yeah, so yeah. Your no, list actually, is in the we're, we're so old. Don't worry; it'll come back around, and
2: we'll just wait it out. It's but like, also, your your brewery, which you can see, of course, from the tasting room, is is really nice too. Like we've talked about your your dairy equipment and all of that. But I've been to breweries, Craftsman, where you go in <laughs> and we, you talk about like a like a hobbled together brewery, uh, which makes great beer too, but it's kind of a mess. And there's like Things ever. You're pretty super, like clean and nice, and it well, does you. not look like you bought a used system well, from somebody.
7: Thank you, but I I will say because we're in. We're exposed to the public, so we kind of have to. You have to yeah. do right. Believe me, if right. we didn't have to, be like, know, guys, we got to tidy up here. Once in a while, we have those uh, conversations.
3: You might not. Yeah. We take great pride in keeping it clean. So you, you should. So you're regretting
4: putting that window from the tasting room into the brewery?
8: I mean, I regret it. It's from fun. that, we just park standpoint. shit in front of the window. Right? <laughs> exactly. uh, that's the worst part about it. The yeah.
7: price perspective of the window, but yeah, yeah. yeah. you end up having glass no, but right in front of it. Of it. Really no <laughs>
2: Well, and did I hear canning earlier in the show? Are you guys canning? We're doing a little bit of mobile canning, which
8: okay. has been pretty cool. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a great way to not have to invest in a yeah. canning, line, canning line, which uh-huh. would be great to have. But um, someday we have uh, we have
3: the guys coming in next week to do some more umlauts, uh, umlaut. and then we're going to be doing the uh, first release in our day trip series to North. That's going to be two or three weeks from now. So
6: nice.
2: Well, did the, you ever uh, think about doing just the umlaut on the label instead of the word <laughs> <laughs> dot dot that's <laughs> it's it it's like or, like Prince like decided right. he'd you yeah. know Shit. because people can't tell their friends about Shit. the beer then unless they why, know why, it's uh, they thank you, we you for that? the idea please <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, it's a late to the game but, here thanks for showing up
7: to the marketing meeting this beer
2: from Eagle Rock I don't know it has two fucking dots on the thing that I couldn't find a name I don't know
0: it's like that bar in Walnut Creek no one can pronounce
6: Sounds like you're yeah. choking
0: on. Yeah. Oh, you, mean, you mean Old? Synol Ridge? Yeah. Synol yeah. an <laughs> Well, and the, the, the companion piece, I guess, to Umlaut is Doomlaut. Oh, Doomlaut. Yes. Yeah,
6: uh, mm. yeah well, so
8: it's
3: oh. basically.
2: Faux,
8: yeah,
3: faux Schwarzbier. It's basically Umlaut with a little bit more Munich in there and Cinemar to get the dark color.
2: Oh, I see. Nice. But Doomlaut. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's
3: like Doomlaut. It's like the Halloween, it's it. It. It's Halloween version. Doom. Okay.
7: <laughs> <Yeah>. Love it. <laughs> um. I, uh, also, I don't know if we have time to talk about the the day trip series. Do we? Have yeah, we have time. Yeah, so it? this is a this is a brainchild of of Eric's. Uh, you mean Nando. Nando. <laughs> now we confuse the <laughs> general yeah. I, yeah. Nando. Yeah. Nando. They'll remember that better. So soon. Nando. Uh,
6: <laughs>
7: Nando came up with this idea because he's a uh, probably nobody knows about this except for us at the brewery. But he's a, a very avid and uh, an active hiker. He's. Summoned Whitney, uh, what a couple of times, and done the High Sierra Trail, High Sierra and Trail. kind of a badass in the hiker realm of of things. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say super badass. <laughs>
8: yeah, he's, like, like he's humble. Like moderate to. He's humble. He can so. put his. He can,
6: he can, he can like put a moderate
8: badass. He's a baller.
4: He's a baller. Yeah. Um, he's, a, yeah. he's a baller. He's a hiking baller. Goodness. I just like walking. Thanks, Tasty. for that. <laughs> I started I Just really enjoy walking, you guys. Left foot, right foot. Left
2: foot, right foot. I, found I that was, was running.
8: <laughs> I, you
2: know, I, was, I, I was good at it at an early age, and I just kept walking. Just go with it.
6: <laughs>
2: so he,
7: Mando came up with this idea to do uh, because we're in LA and and you know located very closely to a lot of very <laughs>
8: cool hiking, <laughs> a lot of walking. Oh my god! And, uh, to so,
6: <laughs> yeah. So he
7: said, "Why don't we do this this uh, series of beers called the the day trip series?" And uh, you know, kind of attribute it to to local stuff that's that's cool and and accessible nearby. So. We're going to do the, the first release of that. Uh, actually, so I said, hell no. And then they argued me about it. And I was like, okay, well, let's do it. And it's <laughs> going to happen now. Nice. No, I'm just no. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're actually partnered with the National Forest Foundation for this oh. project. And we're going to donate a portion of the proceeds for all, from all the sales of that beer um, to, to their uh, San Gabriel National Monument Fund, which is the one... Closest to us, okay. Um, right off of the two north, and um, we're gonna can it as well as have it on draft. But nice.
6: uh, yeah, yeah, Eric, good can, for hiking.
5: Yeah, no, no, Eric, can no, was, you
2: might be able to
6: get. <laughs> if
5: you do want to be a super hiker. Take, take it back around. <laughs> put those on tall boys too.
2: Well, you oh,
6: might. Tall yeah, Tallboys. All right,
2: it's gonna be in tall what, boys. Why why I, just just I was thinking. A, like, you might be able to get a really good deal on Basecamp Brewing's. Um,
6: oh! yeah. right.
2: Crazy drunken stunt very soon. So okay. just, just for, hold
7: hold your breath. Okay. <laughs> why, why, why not just put them in? Cam- I have, have no recollection of this, sir. <laughs> so that just go right into your camelback. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But um, actually, though, I mean, like I thought it was kind of cool. Nando was saying why this was a cool beer to brew. I'll let him talk about it, so I don't. Yeah. So tell, me, tell us about the beer itself.
3: We always uh, so my my hiking buddies and I will will come back from these long hikes and we're like. You know, what would, what would be great right now, and, you know, we talk about beer styles, and I thought it would be awesome to do, say, a, uh, uh, just a beer that's perfect for our area. And a brown ale, like water chemistry-wise, the water that we get, that's perfect. There's no water chemistry adjustments that need
2: to be done. Uh, and Which is just give me a quick lowdown for our listeners. What is the alkaline. what's the makeup? Yeah, it's a little bit more alkaline. Okay, oh, yeah. hold on, so,
8: our water is horrible. Right.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's it's. So you not treat it, ele- it at all. Yeah, it's elevated and. In- Every single acid.
7: The water that that we steal, by the way. I see. Yeah.
6: Yeah, Thank you for the drought. (laughs) Every other state. (laughs) Well, actually,
3: there's been a remarkable difference. Like, there's less precipitate in our our hot liquor tank right now because of how. Amazing the rain has been this past season. Oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah, because yeah. we we had suffered from like terrible scale.
4: You in could our tell we were like down.
8: scraping the bottom of the
4: really well, yeah. or whatever. and that's changed yeah. just because it,
8: we're getting, getting more
7: groundwater. Yeah, yeah. Your,
4: your TDS has dropped.
8: Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they definitely yeah.
7: dropped.
3: Um, so every this single time you go, I'll I-
7: point out how uh, Eric is the more scientific of our. Uh, <laughs>
6: Yeah. Yeah. And Lee is more artistic.
1: I understand. Yeah, uh, we'll go back to <laughs> it. yeah.
7: Currently in progress.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yes. All
7: right. So. Next one, Nova. The water, the water, the water is from
6: well. California.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're walking through the forest and you you know you pick off uh, pine needles, you know, and they smell like citrus and they smell like grapefruit and pine. And I wanted to try to capture that in the beer and try to use the water that we get and not have to treat it and just, that's it. That's Metro what we're using.
8: So it's and a Czech-style Czech pilsner.
3: Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
8: yeah. You know, actually, one of,
3: the big, the big, uh, <laughs> one of the big influences for that was uh, uh, Brian from Moonlight. Uh, I remember many, many, many years ago listening to the session, and, like, you know, he's talking about you know, use the ingredients that are there. Yeah, like you know, yeah. just just do it. Like just make it work, and that's what you would be awesome to drink. And I said, you know, what? one day I'm going to try to do that and try to work that into the to the process. And yeah, this was like the beer that actually worked. You know, it's like our water is perfect for brown ales to porters. Okay, and. It worked perfectly. So, so you make a
0: bunch of pale ales. Makes sense. So,
5: did, did <laughs> you know so what like was it? Was Titchin's it a Porter or, or was it a
3: Stout? Was it's, it, it's a, a brown yeah. ale. It's, it's, a American brown. Brown. it's American brown, brown, brown. ale. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so American brown ale. And uh, you use for hops? Uh, Chinook and Centennial. Okay. Oh, okay. Casey's Wheelhouse. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right in there. What was the EBV? Uh, it's uh, 5%. Thank you.
7: <laughs> like we do. Didn't we really do have that happen with some of Tasty's Cookies, too? Was
4: that, uh, 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 there's no Tasty's right. Cookies. Also great for a post hike treat. If it's a different kind of day trip, but... <laughs> right. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there
2: is a different day trip. We're
6: looking
8: for that right. extra layer of dankness. <laughs> <laughs>
5: right. Right. So I th- should make some shrimp cookies. Not oh, no! Whoa. Oh, snap. Whoa. Casey, don't Wait, start. You've already well, ruined... For hiking. Are the outdoors hiking? Oh, my God. Uh, for it's outdoors, perfect. okay. Yeah. You heard it first don't here. don't start on, handing the them out room. at GRB. Oh, no, no,
7: I couldn't do that. You know. <laughs>
0: No, okay. Yeah, it's any Concord Police Department. We're
5: joking, <laughs> right? We don't do that. I have no recollection
2: of what you're saying, <laughs> We can do any. The Concord Police <laughs> Department loves us; they don't care.
5: So, why did you make the beer dark? What did you use to make it? Uh, in American Brown.
3: Uh, uh, there is pale chocolate and a little pale. touch of uh, carafe.
5: That was it. Just for the color. so mostly nice. it's a pale chocolate flavor. Good, yeah, mm-hmm. pale chocolate flavor. Like that. that sounds
0: delicious. Yeah, I used a
3: yeah. little bit of uh, the Simpsons DRC, which we're a huge fan of. The double yeah. roasted crystal. What, what lullaby one. Is, that? is that uh it's about the 110 yeah 110. Well, i use a
5: little bit to offset the, yeah uh,
2: i see
3: Good. Nice. Man. excellent and
2: so this beer is available now or it's it's coming down the pipeline
3: it's actually getting to get brewed this coming weekend and then they'll be uh available two weeks after that
2: cool in cans in too because it's a hiking beer right yeah so.
3: and leroy did a fantastic job like this is like a truly a product that we're, I mean, very proud of. Can't wait to see it.
2: Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, that's exciting stuff. That's a cool thing to do, and and, and it sounds like a good cause too. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's good to give a little back to the thing you like to do.
6: Yeah. All right, cool.
2: What's the website? Eagle dot com, uh, Brewery dot com, EagleRockBrewery dot com. You can check it out. You can keep abreast of of new uh, products like this coming out. You can go check out the things that we already talked about. Is there like a where to find Eagle Rock on the website?
7: Uh, yeah, uh, there yeah. is. Cool. Um, and uh, also up up north in this area, we're uh, distributed uh, by Hen House Brewing Company. So oh, nice. Yeah.
2: We like them, too. Yeah, So, great. shit, we get their beer quite a bit. It's yeah. easy to get your beer now. Mm-hmm.
0: Perfect. Well it's been nice. on a few times, too. Yeah. I Kevin enough, and he brought on Solidarity. He did? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. for me.
2: Did, I, did you tell right. me, so, Solidarity, which... Uh,
0: uh, pull that I, Band-Aid really? off and dig yeah, in that right. wound <laughs> a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, thanks for jabbing us. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's which, now.
2: Which, right, sugar. that's what I'm getting at, yeah. is that everybody I know who's had it loves it. But now it's a seasonal. It's th- th- the general populace. I is think we have, cheap, uh, we have cheap. Oh. We have cheap friends. Uh. So. Well, <laughs> join the club. So the, the <laughs>
8: problem,
7: the, the problem that you know, going back to this thing we were talking about at the beginning of the break was, uh, you know, this, you know, the underground and alternative thing is is, uh, you know, a lot of us like yeah. lower alcohol and, and sessionable beers with a lot of flavor, but. Uh, apparently, a lot of us don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> Lee
2: just did um, the old empty well, glass switcheroo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of us whichever. don't.
7: Uh, the murder face. Agree <laughs> with those opinions uh, as accordance
5: <laughs> with our wallets. So, so you weren't selling yeah. as much
2: as no. we would think. Yeah,
5: because Basically, we like it so much. No, you ran up into the session beer for the same price as strong beer. Right, uh, exactly. Yeah, well, uh, and also, uh, you know, I mean,
7: yeah. we're selling yeah. that, that beer for, for less. Let's say per half barrel for you know I don't know fifty bucks less per half barrel or something but like the that. retailer as opposed to the the, the IPA. yeah.
8: They, same, yeah
7: same but guys. yeah, the, for the the retailer, you know that it doesn't make a lot of sense it's also it's not the easy sell it was it was a very <laughs> hard sell on the retail side. I mean, even in the tap room, you know people would come in, uh, you know, I came in with my friend, they like beer i'm not I, I kind of like wine. Uh, you know, uh, why don't you try this? Just mm. give it a. Mm-hmm. I'm going to charge you. Just see what you think. And then they say, "Oh, that doesn't even taste like beer." I, right. I like that. Oh, and you know, you guys have all experienced the same thing. Sure. Thing, and, and then yeah. suddenly they're a beer fan. Um, and that you know that was solidarity that that helped make that connection. But uh, you know, it, it's just one of those things. It's like when you have a limited amount of tank space and you have uh. Certain amount of beers you need to produce, and yeah, and the rising demand. So
8: let, let me. <coughs> well, yeah. I'll tell you this. Let if, me. If we made no change to the beer, but called it like a black, <laughs> okay. black, black oh, session yeah. say. Exactly.
2: Yeah. You're, you're, you're on the same page. This is mm-hmm. what I was about to do for you. Is, is to say, is it's it's marketing. It's marketing. There is a very popular brand of beer um, that was a very difficult beer to sell under a different name. It was called like a golden honey something or other, and uh, I don't. I and, and this, some of this is conjecture, but I, I don't think anything was changed <laughs> about the beer <laughs> except a brilliant. Fucking marketing campaign and the coolest logo ever, and a great name. And now the brewery is like it had, had to build another brewery just to make enough of the beer, okay. right? Right, um, you know, very to, big keep, brewery to, to right? keep up with demand. A, a fairly si- a good size regional brewery, yeah. Um, and, and it just sort of goes to show how much, uh, in fact, it worked on me. I never would have bought these golden <laughs> blonde ales,
6: but right, the, right. uh, yeah.
2: the cool ass uh, black everything was just so awesome. I was a big fan for a while. Um. It's amazing how much a little twist on the yeah. on, an, on an already mm-hmm. good beer because it's an, it's a great beer. I mean, shit. At least um, it's called Doomlout. Something <laughs> like <laughs> all
3: <laughs> year round. It's
2: Doomlout well, and, 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 and the uh, dark ale. The hard part is like what's that little magic thing that that uh, the consumers respond to, and, and that's why either you hire a very expensive uh, marketing firm or you just sort of stumble upon it, like some of us do, um, or some breweries do. I'm just saying you, you could not have to make that seasonal if there was just whatever that thing was, and I don't know if it's calling it a black, uh, you know, well, yeah. session IPA or what, but it's such a good beer that it's. I know that it's just marketing that just doesn't make it fly you know, off the shelves.
7: I think I, I agree with you, and I, I think it, it is just one of those things where it's like, uh, and and I, I don't think we're going to keep it on a seasonal status forever. Okay, you know, I, yeah. I think at some point we will. But you know, hopefully.
2: Well, and I do think it's yeah. shifting a yeah. little more. People are liking sessionable
7: beers a little more. Anyway. Slow clap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, we're just gonna actually start making it more full time for JP, and gonna. <laughs> right.
5: Yeah.
3: So I'll be sending fifteen
0: barrels up here in the next. Just. Yeah, this will be yeah. your number one right.
5: solidarity account. Well,
0: <laughs> Warren and I will drink it. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that for you guys. I mean, in the meantime, you
5: could
2: just give them the Pico Brew recipe and let them brew oh. it at home. I mean, that's. Almost uh, as yeah. easy.
0: Well, they were on uh, Can You Brew It? Yeah. yeah. Okay. With the uh, oh, recipe right. yeah. a couple of years back, and right. I've brewed it a, a few times, actually. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, nice. Actually, I got
7: to I gotta say about that, too, uh, is that it's funny because, you know, uh, the, the homebrew recipe, and I, I've gotten shit from a lot of commercial brewers uh, since the, the Can You Brew It came out, and they're like,
6: they're like <laughs> dude. Only
8: 42 malts? <laughs> like, <laughs> Really? I think yeah, like, yeah, you're gonna stop there? I
7: think yeah, we yeah. need a couple more. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you know, just kind of laughing it off. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, one of the things I forgot to mention when we when we when we inherited the uh, the Alesmith equipment was the scale, the malt scale oh, was a manual. Malt scale So you oh, had wow. to slide the Like the doctor's <laughs> office Oh no, no. Dude I remember Oh Things man these guys, these guys I, I completely I completely
3: forgot no, about this thing. No, that's joking. totally true and Oh my God. I, It was teared with a whole bag of nuts Yeah
8: Like Nuts <laughs> <It literally, laughs> and washers It literally had a bag of nuts <laughs> I didn't I
4: I, I would kind of do it. With oh, way.
8: Way. I, I forgot
7: about Sorting through all the different malts Like the ten or so different malts And then after a while The guy's like can we just combine? So like, <laughs> we come on, dude. Scale? Crystal 40 and Crystal 80. Can, can, can we, we just, just do fucking Crystal anymore? 60? Come on.
6: Fuck <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, man. And i was like...
7: I mean, that was the subtext. They didn't say <laughs> right. it. But, right. that's, yeah. but you knew yeah. what was, oh, and I was like thought. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. And, <laughs> and it was funny because actually after listening to one... <laughs> can you brew it? And then Tasty with his... Like listening to you know as he's commenting on uh, Eric's uh, thoughts about the two North and you know Tasty is the, the consummate homebrewer. I mean he's he's kind of yeah what we all strive to be. Probably, yes, right? in I mean, life and in homebrew. Yeah. So, <laughs> so,
2: yeah. When
6: I heard
7: honestly, when I heard Tasty's comments about like we used to do a little bit of sugar and and the the reason we you know first added sugar to it was because it was just kind of a traditional thing like. Like British, British milds, they used to be taxed on, on their mash tun. So it was Uh, like, mm -hmm. you know, you would, you'd add some sugar, raise the gravity. And and so, you know, it's kind of like, eh, you're not going to get some, so much character out of this, but you're going to get a little bit of, you know, gravity. Happy happy customers. And, and, and so, you know, it just kind of. You know, uh, Drew Beecham from the Falcons first introduced me to miles and and he used to do sugar in his miles and I, you know, I kind of like hey, that's cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some of that, and 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 the idea of using sugars with with unfermentable complex stuff like demerara and, and molasses-y type stuff that that isn't that's gonna add some flavor, not just fermentables, was cool to me. Um, but I remember hearing on. on <laughs> I, it was either like the sessions, or it was, it was the session, or it was uh, can you brew it? And Tasty was like, yeah, yeah, yeah that brown sugar, it's like a one percent. It doesn't really do anything.
6: <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Shit! and I was just like.
7: Yeah, no, T- you know, Tasty's probably right about that.
6: <laughs>
5: but you had one percent of like a dozen things, right? Well, yeah. yeah right, then, you know, yeah, I right. just sort of exactly. like,
7: all right, maybe I'm being a little too precious about this, and well, something right. must overrode somebody. Let it, you know, mm. bakers, baker's doesn't. But malts. yeah, it was, it was definitely it was Man, it was Tasty's guidance God, that is, sort of. Uh, all he's excellence. saying is it
8: might be possible to produce a very similar beer with like, <laughs> fewer <laughs> beer, fewer oh. ingredients. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So,
7: you know, that
6: was in one of those very, times, in moments yeah. in time Allegedly.
2: Was like, uh, let's we're gonna... How much yeah, I don't want to know the quantity, I want to know the cost. Right. Eliminating <laughs> the brown sugar, 200 bucks a batch, 50 bucks a batch. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know.
6: On a commercial
7: scale, yeah, it was like, That's what like I mean, yeah. 50 bucks a 50 batch. Bucks a I mean, batch. <laughs> like, it was stupid. And the, yeah, I mean,
2: but no, but that's a lot tasty is right yeah. I mean but you know. the thing is, like
7: I think one of the important takeaways is is that you can get
5: put so home, home. <laughs> so <take> your home
0: <laughs> the
5: recipe to the
0: but no I mean like you know
7: using on. tasty's uh ultimate wisdom yeah. as as a guide, is that yeah. You know you you can you really can kind of get too far up your own ass as a homebrewer and you sort that's of <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. I mean Wait, come on. What? I I did that's it. That's a book title right it. there. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. You
8: yeah. get too far. I'm <laughs> yeah. in yeah. 101. The too Jeremy Roth. <laughs> it's right in between How to Brew and Brewing Class Style. <laughs> yeah. no, it's right it's, it's I mean, called I the rabbit really, Hole. I felt for
7: that and 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 um yeah. you know I mean that's that's kind of part of it is you you just sort of realize that as is, is or hopefully you realize that you're <laughs> coming. Good God, you don't want to be stuck up your own ass the rest of your life. No, But, but it does happen. But yeah, yeah. it does happen.
6: Yeah.
7: Right. <laughs> yeah. Very butyric up there. So you anyway, know. you know, thanks, Very uh, tasty. Yeah. thanks for you know, uh,
0: getting me out of my me of my <laughs> <mouth>. <laughs> <laughs> you pull a your head
7: out
8: here. So He's <laughs> like and, a big shoehorn. Like, you yeah. got, got him out of his own
3: ass. I'm hearing yeah. you, brother. Yeah. They, much much obliged. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tasty does have a very, I, I feel like, common sense approach to brewing. Well, they do. But You you don't ignore facts. Oh, no, no. And, and you again, don't ignore what's new or anything else. But you do tend to just sort of like, all right, it's that's yeah. it's kind of simple sure. here. Let's make it common sense. Yeah, exactly. that is usually good advice. Well, that's yeah, cool. That's a, I like that story. <laughs> yeah. That's is one of my favorite tasty stories. It's <laughs> yeah. <that's come> <laughs>
7: so, I like this one. So you know, we. Needless to say, we don't use sugar in manifesto anymore. It was never. <laughs> yeah. It was never necessary to begin with. So. <laughs> right, I
2: mean, solidarity. Sorry, solidarity. Solidarity. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time to wrap things up, boys. Um, We got dinner coming. We're going to go drink some beer out in the bar. Uh, I do have to remind you all, uh, both in the studio and listening at home, that you can buy dildos and stuff from (laughs) AdamandEve.com. That's right. You can go to AdamandEve.com right now and use coupon code BNARMY. That's B-N-A-R-M-Y. And you get uh, a bunch of free gifts. Tell them about the free Um, gift. Let me find the free gift. Is there? there
5: is there still f- the <laughs> free gift? The first stage Lee wants to do the reading.
4: Right, yeah. Can we get
5: Can do the first Yeah. You know, Lee and I have, have,
7: have uh, oh, sh- babies, and this is more important to us these days. Uh,
6: <laughs> and, uh, yeah. so he's retired from being
2: sultry. The toys? All right. Here's what we're gonna do. Pomp Adam and Eve thing. The murder face. Hey, the murder stash. Stash. I'm gonna do the, the library. You're gonna help face. me out. All right. This whole library All uh, sucks my dick. <laughs> murder face. Let my me ask you a question. question. Yes, Are you sir. getting enough? You'd like more,
8: right? Moderate. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah 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 um, uh
3: remind you cash is listening a moderate, moderate amount moderate.
2: well adamandeve.com wants to give you more i appreciate that yes uh with 10 free gifts 10 10 that's it's right 10 now yeah what? it's oh, 10 okay. 10 well, free gifts. goddamn uh, so right. and here's what you get first you're gonna get a sexy surprise for her I don't know that there's a her, but if there is, it's for her.
8: Well, this kid didn't happen on his own. Right. <laughs> he is a, a kid. Yeah. He well, at least it, out of the
2: mud.
0: At least one time <laughs> yeah. in history it did. So, uh,
2: Second, a well, specially sort of. selected toy for you. Uh, him. Does that mean... I don't know. Uh, yeah, I re- he's I, making an emotion. He's pointing um, towards, to the yeah. underside his, of his chair. Yeah. I believe yeah. it's um, a noose. Uh, a noose. Uh, I'm it, not sure. It could be any number. No, that's probably can only be a couple things. Let's it's be honest, specially but, selected yeah. uh, for you. Yeah, um, yeah
0: it's, you either have an any or an Audi. Uh, <laughs> it's
6: probably like a tingly balm
2: for your. It could <laughs> be. See, it could be I don't tingly, tingly know. Bomb. It's it's
5: a a balm. Tingly, tingly yeah. balm. People, yeah. ask you to get any more ideas. It burns it good. If it's like uh, tire. I mean, if it's like so. Tiger Bomb, no thank you. Icy Hot? Be careful. So so you have, to, you have to stand
0: up in a couple minutes. I'll put
5: up. my camera headphones up. on my lap. <laughs>
2: So, so far, we it could be a noose directed. It could be Tingly Balm. Tingly Balm. Tingly Balm. Uh, I don't know what else it could be. That needs to be a beer name. Uh, tingly tingly Balm. That's
0: not bad. Uh, we Trademark Eagle <laughs> Rock. We can make that happen. Szechuan peppercorn. It's
6: so That's
8: good. That's the second beer in the d trip series, right? <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. 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 Tingly bomb. You've seen all How those you know? massage parlors on Eagle Rock Boulevard? <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If the BN owned a brewery, yeah. we would go out of business on the sole principle that we uh, value humor over um, revenue anything else yeah,
6: <laughs> and so
2: we would so we're like tingly bomb brilliant name it <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> yeah. no one's buying tingly well, bomb well we got slow clap well, no, we'll see there would yeah. be lawsuits yeah it there would be lawyer fees yeah. be good but we're like
4: solidarity
7: just. no it still doesn't <laughs> <suck>. <laughs>
4: Yeah,
0: we can name it your solidarity, in the Eagle Rock guys like, "Fuck it, take it."
2: <laughs> yeah. That didn't work for us. I had good luck. <laughs> uh, all right, and then third, something you'll both enjoy. You know, I don't know if that's like Tell a double-sided or.
8: Uh, oh, uh, half, half and half. Yeah. yeah.
5: Dildo butt well, yeah, the right,
2: home, half. We call that a half, half and half. half. I think that's. <laughs> Ha <laughs> I think we call that a pizza at all. Where I I come from.
6: Yeah, Yeah. a pizza. Who doesn't like pizza? Yeah.
2: I have a buy one, get one free coupon Uh, right
6: now. It's on my
0: fridge. I've seen seen the ending of Requiem for a Dream. I I don't need to
5: experience it.
2: Uh, Okay. Uh, Uh, So so I think Plus, you'll get six full length adult uh, movies on DVD. Feature films. Can we all
7: get this for being on the
2: show? This sounds great. Uh, It's your grab bag.
7: It's a gift package. It's a grab bag.
2: (laughs) So it is funny you mentioned that when I when I when this account first signed us up to be a sponsor, the account exec was like, and so by the way, if you ever like need anything, if you ever want anything, just let me know. And I was like, I'm not fucking telling you what weird shit I'm doing. You're like 27, 28. uh, You're like, I don't need that. I
3: well, Justin, we can use the
2: we website can... like everybody else. So I'm not calling my Adam and Eve account exec <laughs> oh,
7: right. and being like, "All right, listen." But well, after, Justin, you know, we you're can hear here like, 35 You're have... like. All right, dude, I some need uh, some lube. I need... Uh, <laughs> yeah, do yeah. yeah. I, I don't have much time, so you got to yeah. listen to it. Eight, <laughs> the, eight,
5: eight of the ten items like, are tingly yeah. bombs. those Benoit balls. Are those in different yeah. diameters? Tingly yeah. bomb.
7: Uh, I, really, I need one of those weird, like, double things. I don't know what the hell double, you call it.
2: Anything leather with spikes, anything that hurts real bad. Yeah. Just uh, anything. Yeah, like yeah. herpes. Yeah. Right. Like, anything with a zero uh, gauge, yes. send it my way. Yeah. Susan, she us to me with a straight face in her email. And I was like, I've never... Uh, you mean I, there are no emoticons uh, or emojis? I will emojis never or? order my sex products from you. I will go to the website and do it. Yes. Right. But no, I'm not. Because they were going to be free. But right. I was, I was Under JP's name. Spend the money. <laughs> 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 you're, you're paying for anonymity. Hey, Nancy, this <laughs> yeah, is JP <laughs> over at the <laughs> B-. Going to need 12 double-sided. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then five minutes later, send her a follow-up email. Go, my coast is a weird... Just want to make sure this is cool. Just yeah. Say, are you good? He's a weirdo.
2: Uh,
7: I need hi. a
6: pair of those underwear that tuck everything <laughs> in the oh. back.
2: What? Yeah. You guys
6: ever thought I'm, of I'm a beer janky. and
2: underwear pairing? By the way, Beverly brings up a, a good point. Good idea. Uh-oh. Yeah, Uh-oh. we're it's actually every Wednesday here at the Hop Grenade. Oh, cool. We okay. are. <laughs> we do beer and underwear pairing. <laughs> <laughs> underwear Wednesday.
6: Yeah, I take that day Wednesday. off. It's weird.
2: Yeah. It gets It's weird here. It's sometimes it's fun. You know. Sometimes.
4: Not every time,
2: though. But sometimes. Uh, the 10th <laughs> thing you get is free shipping on your entire order. All you have to do uh, to get your 10 free gifts, it's not hard. Uh, but it could be. Wait, isn't that the point? You just have to use coupon code BNARMY, that's B N A R M Y, over at adamandeve.com. Check it out. Sold. Okay. Okay. They're great. That's the best live read in a while. Murder face. good job. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you were inspirational and uh doing oh, I can. Yeah. <laughs> Which isn't much, but Okay. <laughs> <laughs> EagleRockBrewery.com mm-hmm. is where you can go find out more information about the brewery. Thank you guys so much for coming up oh, and thank doing you. the thank festival. You for having us. And Got doing it. the show thank and bringing the beer. It was just really cool to talk to you guys and, and learn about the beer and the brewery. So um, I wish you luck. I want to come down and check out the restaurant next. Yeah, Sounds like your brother is one definitely. hell
7: of a chef. Well, thank you guys. I mean, you guys have definitely been an inspiration for us. All
2: collectively as as home brewers Believe it or not.
6: Awesome. So
7: thank you
2: guys too. You're welcome. Well you're very welcome. Thanks for saying that. It's it's been except mostly fun. <laughs>
6: no, <just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> except
0: mostly. for except for JP. I inspire uh, suicide and <laughs> giving up on <laughs> life.
2: I mean I can see now that I know that you guys like the show and stuff, I can see you know, JP goes down all the time and I, I bet every time you, you know like, he
5: does it's JP
2: again. Time. It's um right. it's not tasty this time.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
6: No, we
2: right. yeah. we yeah,
0: I got a text message. Someone wants to Jake, come see the. Oh, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's JP here. again. And There's, Lee lives
2: like around the corner. So he's like, "Fine,
6: <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. be
2: there." Uh, he's like, "Are you with t-? And I won't even have to. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he's not. <laughs> and <where> were you? <laughs> were you just here last weekend? Yeah. so yeah.
5: exactly. often, do you... So close to the Disneyland, right? <laughs> oh, exactly. yeah. It's a stop on the way back home. home. <laughs> yeah, it's right off the five. Yeah, right. So Perfect. Over.
2: All right, well, I wish you guys continued success and good luck. Keep making this great beer, and I'm I'm sure you're going to keep doing just just fine. It's nice to see you. Nice to have you up here. Um, It's been a real
5: hoot, by the way. It has Jared, been fun. Yes. No, uh, my, mouth, my face is like sore from laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't laugh that much, really.
0: I think your mouth muscles are atrophying. You <laughs> <should. All right. laughs>
5: no. I haven't yeah. been on in a while. This it's has been done. my first cool. show in a long time. That's, That's true. Oh, you're, know, you're fresh back
2: from New Zealand. Yeah.
5: Oh, man. Those New Zealand guys know how to party. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And they know how to treat their guests right. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. I was driven everywhere. It's just great. Really? I was driven. I driven. my own room. It's like an apartment. Wow. jeez and, wow. uh, yeah, it was great. A lot you, of good events. Where, where
8: do you, you sign up for this? Uh, I don't know. You just got to be like,
5: uh, <laughs> tasty. Just got to be tasty. Heard on the podcast. And then, <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Yeah. That's that was cool. with uh, <laughs> that's uh, Palmer and I were both there. Uh-huh. and, uh, James Spencer was there from, uh, Basic Burn Radio. Yeah. And uh, Chris Colby from, uh, wine, wine and Beer. Oh, yeah. F- F- oh, F- and really beer, beer. That's right. F- so oh, so all, right we all right, spoke at their, conference. Nice. And then, uh, preceding the conference, they had a, like a bus a, a tour kind of thing where we went to a uh, hop farm where they were actively harvesting Nelson Sauvante. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Which we all like. You know, Did, you our pockets with. Little, little Did you yeah. convince uh, them? Uh, Did you convince them to come and some? They give you a plastic bag, like, well. What? Yes. I can't
2: you you can't, because customs, right? Yeah. 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 Well, well you can. Crazy. You're anyway. just going to get bothered right.
0: a
6: little bit. Then, then we you went to to, Then we
5: went to a uh, processing plant, which is like a co op thing where like, this, these guys all, you know. They dry their hops on the farm, and they send them in bales to this processing plant, and then they pelletize them. Okay. And then we also went to a um, the uh, New Zealand uh, version of the USDA where they developed the hops. Oh,
6: cool.
5: Like the species. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Uh, we had, like, the scientists there in the hop field, and we we're talking. Wow. That's it was pretty great. cool. Because awesome. we all knew enough I, about it. So yep. where do to, we do like, Are like, we ready to, to get it? It was just great.
2: So this was all in conjunction with the New Zealand yeah was home there a version conference? of like it might
5: do a like a pub tour oh, before a conference yeah. this was like a you know like a tour that's of the awesome. area because that's it a great idea the, which was where it's held is the, is the like the Yakawa valley of,
2: uh, of of New, New Zealand, Zealand. okay it, Did you, in the southern Islands. more importantly how were the you know how were the ladies in New Zealand
5: they're pretty friendly yeah, yeah? yeah they, they they yeah I could, the tasty had some uh, got to do his tasty thing <laughs> oh, <no!
4: laughs> Casey
5: Tales.
6: <laughs> okay. uh,
5: well, I'm not saying uh, what that is. No. no. No, but we and, know. All and, gentlemen uh, know. I was going to say, nobody knows. Well, nobody right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Side boob. Side boob. Side boob. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, uh, the grab here, or grab there. No, it's great. The, uh, <laughs> Wait, the cones or yeah, the, the cones? Fierce, the beer's <laughs> there. Yeah,
8: right? The Molesty McDoll. the Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah Somebody yeah, just yeah, really Molesty McDoll?
4: Molesty <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just kid. juicy, Molesty <laughs> McDonald.
5: You guys are the nickname wow. king. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my lawyer's going to be caught <laughs> Yeah, take it
2: easy over there, brown sugar.
6: <laughs> uh, well, you know... <laughs>
2: No, I, he, I will
7: say Gordy uh, from Lost Abbey uh, did uh, nickname uh, Leroy uh, "Rapey Eyes."
6: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
7: he just fell in love with
5: his <laughs> eyes. Yeah. He, he fell uh, in love with them. Uh, Godly right. I could say handsy, I could so... do handsy. I I could take that one. I, I, Hansy.
4: I would only would rather be called So he'll take handsy.
5: I'm a master hey. of the low low hug. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm master of the low master. hug. I'm done
6: yeah. I'm dying
4: I have I'm nothing done. We yeah. can't top that I
0: have nothing to say No yeah. I'm done <laughs> Hansi McDole Master of the Low Hug
6: <laughs> It's a novel so It's K- a
0: DVD I It's a DVD On Adam and Eve That's his autobiography <laughs> so That's one of the things You can get I don't like talking About you dying But that needs to say That on your tombstone
5: Yeah We're going to like This is Realize Hansi McDole Master (laughs) 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 Then I'll show like, oh yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. sh- sh- <laughs> Two Demonstrate- hands. Yeah. hands around. Them. Demonstrate on Eric. seriously.
0: Ill. Demonstrate on Eric right now. What's your logo? Yeah. Give, us- give us the master
2: class. Because yeah. I can't bring in staff. You know, oh, was, right. Uh... Right. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right, so you had a great time. Oh, I mean... <laughs> 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 Justin, I and think you can't
4: that uh, just blow it. We've had a breakthrough on the air here. I buddy. think
7: you're
5: I think right. Is, uh...
2: I feel really? like you're right. We're going to have several breakthroughs tonight. <laughs>
5: this is amazing. I think yeah. I too many shows. I'm way too big a
2: role here. Yeah. First yeah. of all, I'm enjoying my job again, so that's a breakthrough. Hey.
6: Whoa! Hey! That's, that's awesome.
2: Nice that is a major thing, uh, by the way. Yeah, this is a big deal. Uh, we're, we're breaking through tasty stereotypes right. left <laughs> and right. He's really? been yes. upside down for too long. Lohan uh, yeah. low-hand yeah. 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 By the well, way, well, the Eagle Rock law lawyers leg. will
0: never let this episode air. <laughs> oh, no, so right. right. Saying, no. Yeah. That's right. It'll Damn it. Look.
5: It never existed.
7: we got to get some lawyers and then make sure they...
5: <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, lots of BN fans in uh, cool. New Zealand, and uh, yeah, they all so they showed were up. To and they, yeah, they
8: came. And some yeah. non-fans now, uh, right. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. some haters,
5: exactly. right? <laughs> no, Palmer and I represented really well.
8: Did any did of
5: the uh, Australians that you met
2: at the Australian conference fly uh, a couple, over? And yeah, the, a couple. Oh, that's cool. They did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very nice. Yeah. And
5: Whitey went along.
2: From Whitey was, uh, Whitey,
5: was, Whitey was there? Yes, yeah. yes. He was all we were. All, he drove us all around. We were out late at night. Yeah, no, that's
2: tight. very cool. Yeah. How long were you there for?
5: I was on uh, the ground about nine days. Okay. So the d- conference was like they had me control of me for like three and a half or four of those days.
2: Okay. Yeah.
5: Now, if you're going to go that far, you got to. Yeah, I had to yeah, go see. Yeah, the control a, a little bit.
2: Make a trip out of it. Do
5: some day thing stuff by myself.
2: I've heard really good things about New Zealand, so it sounds like a, a fun People time. People are great there. Cool, man. Well, I'm glad you had fun. I had a great time. Thanks for repping the BN over I there. I definitely did a in really other, good job. In there. the other hemisphere. All right. Okay. I think we're going to get out of here. Next week, we've got uh, Colin Kaminsky back on the air. All right. right?
0: Whoa. Yeah, he's d- yeah. he's been doing a lot with uh, enzymes and stuff uh, with relates to uh, you know dry hopping and whatever. So uh, we're going to talk oh, about that. Cool. I'll get you a whole rundown. All right. That's All right. pretty cool. So you Colin Kaminsky, how to make beer. our favorite.
5: Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or fix that problem. Yeah, put a bunch of flour
0: no. in post-fermentation. Yeah. Yeah. Once you know, know how to
5: do it, then you can fix the problem. Yeah. Stop doing that. Or or we
2: don't do Are we taking a break and we're
0: coming back? No. We've got Twitter game, too.
2: Okay, let's do the Twitter game. Uh, So, our favorite uh, mad scientist next week on the program. Um, Thanks to all our sponsors. And what was our Twitter game again? Um,
0: Uh, We have we're opening a fondue restaurant to uh, stave off uh, bankruptcy. Apparently, at some point. Yeah. And I want uh, name name uh, options for the dishes.
2: Okay. Because that's really what seals the deal. What did we, yeah, sure, it's the name. It's the right, name, it's the right. Marketing. marketing. Right, exactly. As Solidarity. We've, as Martin. we've Is
8: established. Did you that
2: one called Fondue? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my though. God. Uh, if uh, Lee just won. Yeah, rapey Lee. Eyes. <laughs> so we don't Rami have Fondue. Do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Twitter yeah. at yeah. rapeyeyes. <laughs> 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 um, that, yeah. that is Drop your Twitter 12. handle, right? Yeah.
0: I, I, I love his wife; she's <laughs> great. But I wish I wish Lee was single so he could yeah. be on Tinder as rapeyeyes uh, yeah. <laughs> just to see what would happen.
2: Uh, right. You know what? It would probably work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it probably would. People yeah. are weird. Now.
0: Hey, what are you into? Look
2: into my eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll see.
0: People
5: yeah. are in the
0: weird. <laughs> okay, will yeah. yeah. uh, Okay, so. Um, <clears throat> that's it. so <laughs> Scotty B Brewing says uh, He wants to, us uh, to call a dish Fuck you fondue And he says I never win this shit anyways Okay So he's, he's a little angry. rage a little rage wow. tweet, uh, angry. Jacob Mitchell <laughs> yeah. says uh, Ball sack dipped in beer cheese And pretzels in warm carpet porter that's one name? Whoa. <laughs> well, it's like a pairing, right? Oh, you know, like it's the dish. Tag. Yeah, okay. ball sack with some cheese tag. and, you know, a whole thing, right? Okay, all right. Effing uh, Beer says Butternutters. Something called oh, Butternutters. Oh, not, butter not bad. I not bad. like that. Solid. Or uh, Nut Bad. Uh, Crispy says Tasty's Menu. Uh, cheese, course. <laughs> it's a cheese course. Uh, double D's with white cheddar and leftover Rauch beer. The main course would be something called a meaty teabag sampler with bullion. <laughs> oh, <God.
2: laughs> some thought went into that. Uh, uh, yeah,
6: so, uh, yeah. bouillon. Only thought. Some, some thought. What's <laughs> <dessert. laughs> Some disgusting thought went into that. Yeah,
2: but some of the longest thought I think uh, I've ever heard uh, uh, in a yeah. Twitter game. Double Ds so. with white cheddar. The entree oh, yeah. was a sampler.
6: Yeah. yeah. All
0: right. yeah. Uh, Jeremy Sanders says uh, CPR. He says, "I imagine this is how tasty will go face down in a bowl of cheese."
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> a lot of
6: cheese stains <laughs> going on. There. I mean,
2: if it's and not I, him, it'll be me. I'm not going yet. Yeah.
0: So, so uh, a, a dish called TPR would be apropos. I, I like that. <laughs> uh, uh, <yeah>. Tasty down under.
4: Tasty down under. Oh yeah. Uh,
5: oh, I can taste some stories. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm, out.
8: I'm out.
4: We found Bevo's line. We
5: didn't have a new yeah. show called. Well, now T- we
4: know our limit. The midnight
2: yeah. session. The midnight, <laughs> session. The midnight <laughs> with just Tasty telling stories. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tasty and Jamil have wanted to do a sex show for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> love yeah. strong. I love strong. I'm, I'm not,
5: strong. not producing
6: I'm that, show. Yeah. <laughs> I will I will that
2: show. show. I will. run that show. out. Uh, I totally <laughs> will run that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> tasty after we're dark. We're going to disguise our voices. You'll have to so take seven showers after running that show. Yeah. You're going to have to rake the eyes,
7: the eyes Oh, after the Yes, he's their reoccurring guest. He's on yes. the street editor.
3: <laughs> Unfortunately, it's only 10 minutes
7: long. Dear <laughs> your, wow. your um have a
5: confession.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, he has a segment.
5: Uh, yeah, now here's rapey he's, eyes. Not, <laughs> he's the dear My, Abby of, <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, of the session
2: after dark. Yeah.
1: Dear <laughs> RapiEyes.
5: Right,
0: dear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Cody Anderson says uh, something called the cheese pint. He says just skip the middleman, drink it straight. Yum. So the old fondue pot. I can do that. Uh, Justin Rankin says JP's lymph nodes, chicken breast. Oh, f- <laughs> Chicken (laughs) breast dipped in Justin's famous smoked mozzarella fondue with a side of Bevo's... Something called Bevo's Butter Biscuits.
2: (laughs) I don't even know what Bevo's Butter Biscuits would be. (laughs) Is that her rear end? Is that her... Who knows? Okay. It's up to the imagination. But regardless, lymph nodes? Uh, Yeah,
0: yeah, you lost me at lymph nodes. No, thanks. Apparently Justin has... Famous smoke. I don't know. Smoke mozzarella? Why not? Something? I don't know. Uh, about Blobberglop it. <laughs> says uh, something called the lunch meat, and he wants me to read this in a homoerotic voice, Which but I what? don't know how to do that. Yeah. Sure. Um, everyone's meat touching in a giant streaming container.
7: Everyone's meat oh! touching the giant streaming container. Bo- boil of moist wine broth. <laughs> <laughs> there,
6: there you go. God. All right, yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I could ever look at Jeremy in the same way ever again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. I'm glad yeah. we ended on the Belgian Golden Strong. Yeah. Oh.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The Golden worry. Shower?
0: Don't worry, rapey eyes will still look at him <laughs> the <that> same way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Uh, yeah. Uh, Douglas Nelson says uh, something called Bevo's lactation creation. Oh, gross. Oh, oh. I, would eat that. I would order that. You're disgusting. <laughs> I'd order double and then take some home because I can't eat it all because I'm trying to watch my weight.
7: And in a related story, I haven't lactated in like two and a half years,
6: creepers. <laughs> always, always time
0: for that. Well, there's curdled Bevo there. Isn't your kid oh, 10 years old? <laughs> <laughs> no. it's oh, that's not you. Sorry. Um. John A cheese, says, uh, "Well, obviously the most popular dish is the boner chicken." Oh, ooh, uh, okay. um, and always. then uh, Louis Brewing says uh, something called the Moscow. However, they always forget to bring the beers, yet you're charged for them.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying
2: to, I'm, I'm slow.
5: I don't, I don't quite get that. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, I remember Phil something about beer and
0: musk. You know, Phil Howard says uh, boner chicken, the dip it and lick it edition. Ew. Because it's fondue. I don't know. Okay. And then last uh-huh. uh, but finally least, William uh, something called micro wieners cooked in wacka wacka sauce. <laughs> Winner.
2: There <laughs> so you go. Uh, my two favorites are CPR. Yeah. I think it's yeah. simple yet effective. That's yeah. that's the top of my list. Number two yeah. is Bevo's lactation. What's that's it? What was it? Creation. The uh, creation.
5: Uh, I'd go CPR. <laughs> TPR, yeah. yeah. I like so All much. right, here we go. There you Sorry. go. Winner, winner, winner.
6: Yeah, Chicken dinner. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I don't know if I can eat
2: cheese again. <laughs> right. I can. Cheesy, cheese. Cheese. <laughs> And don't forget, our Twitter game is brought to you by uh, the Wine and Hop Shop. You can go to wineandhop.com and check them out right now. Uh, Well done, JP. Another great Twitter (laughs) game. Thanks, bro. (laughs) Appreciate
0: that. It means just as much as the last time you told me.
2: (laughs) Another stellar job,
0: JP. Wow. I love it. (laughs) That lobotomy did you good. He's going to go home and tell Taryn all about it. Yeah. Taryn, I got some positive feedback. It was amazing. (laughs)
2: I haven't decided if I'm going to do the Kaminsky show with you next week or not. <laughs> On one hand, I want to because yeah. I like Colin. Yeah. On the other hand, I don't want to because Colin. <laughs>
6: <laughs> There's going to be a
2: lot of beer science. It's so sciencey. Yeah. And, Aww. you know, I have to pretend to be interested Getting for a those, long uh, time. Right. That sounds There's like work. Sounds like, like work. This was fun. Really I mean, it'll be great for our listeners, which is why I feel like...
5: Now, you know, he's got his own sort of radio show now up in the... Yeah. I know, he does. Oh, really? I yeah. think he's probably over being boring. I don't mean that he's, he's boring <laughs> to, 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 wow. me. To, to me. Wow, to me too, Yeah. I think he'll you'll get it down to the level... He knows who, who we're You
2: think 20. so? I think so. He can dumb it down for us. I don't know.
5: We'll make it. I'll make
8: it.
2: I'll we're make pretty it dumb. Home? All right. Can All we right. Go to the bathroom now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. We'll see you next week with the great mad scientist Colin Kaminsky. JP, take us out of here. Thanks, Eagle Rock. I appreciate it very much. Thank
8: you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Jeremy, Lee, and Eric from the world-famous Eagle Rock Brewing Company Place in L.A. came up to chat beer and nicknames. Learn more about their beers at eaglerockbrewery.com. Merge your love of Disneyland with your lack of engaging podcasts and go to earsuppodcast.com as J.P. Terrence Bevo and Taryn talk about all things Disney. Go check out Moscow's Hop Cartoons over at hoplifestore.com. Get on Twitter for some good beer insight and homebrew info and follow Nate Smith at Nathan Homebrew and Mike McDowell at Tasty McD. Also, Warren is adding to the noise over at Another Beardy. Today's show was produced by someone I'm still not exactly sure, but we'll find out at some point. Maybe. I don't really know. It depends on what we have to do tomorrow. JP was hungry. Bevo was definitely not lactating. And your host was Justin Crossley. Be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. JP's an Justin's
5: a nice guy and winning the race. JP.